0: I can hear the echo, and I'm at the little kids' card table. That, uh, you know, we we need to get you a new, a new table. Called.
1: This is the table that you would go into an old Italian restaurant, and the mob
0: guys would bring you in the back room. Exactly. And this is you, the and this is the table that rocked.
1: Fat Tony be sitting at.
0: Yeah, and this is a good table to get killed at. So I'm, um, you know. I'm, yeah, but I'm
1: the fucking head of the table.
0: Yeah, only because I'm over here crippled. Pretty much, but I'm literally lower than you right now.
1: You know what I just thought of? What? I could beat you in a fight right now.
0: I'll shoot you. So, beat a bullet.
1: (laughs) Yo, I'm literally the most dominant person sitting here now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess. I'm going to fucking eat that up. Just try and hit me and run, because these crutches got some fucking reach on them, son. And it hurt.
1: Well, it would depend. So like last night, we just, you know, we discussed a human can run on the average of about eight miles an hour. So I would give your scooter a little bit of a boost. So as long as you didn't have your scooter, and I am not fresh off of eight hours of sleep, I think I'd be good.
0: I mean, whenever you want to try, dog, we can stop this podcast. Love you, (laughs) (laughs) but
1: So, all right. Some things that I wanted to get into today.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Biggest topic. And I don't know where or how this hit me. First of all, I'm definitely going to apologize ahead of time for all the cigarette smoke. It's all good. Um, it's good to see you. Good to see you in person. Yeah, this is awesome. This is our first pod in person. This is cool. I like pod it. Pod in person. Yeah, it doesn't have a ring to it. Anyways, so like I'm I'm sorry about all the cigarette smoke. It's all um, good. Is that kind of like Breaking Edge though?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Because I was thinking ahead of time, like if it is kind of like breaking edge, we could change your gamer tag from Luke edge to like Luke kind of sorta edge now.
0: I'd rather jump off a roof. (laughs)
1: Luke a little bit edge.
0: Luke like once was a little more edge than he is now. (laughs) Too many
1: characters. (laughs) So the biggest thing I've been that's like been on my mind, and I don't know where it came from. Or, like, how it came to my mind is like, we are now at the age where we can say that we've been doing things Mm -hmm. for like 15 to 20 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I've, I've, that thought's crossed my mind before here recently, too. It's been heavy on me. Yeah. It's very weird. I mean, like, think about it when you've been working for 15 some odd years. When, when did you get your job at Domino's? 17 years old. Okay, and you're 20... I'm 31. 31. you're 31.
1: Yeah. It's like I could say I've been doing things for... Shit, I could probably say over 20 years now. Yeah. Like, think about it, bro. I've been solidly masturbating for at least 18
0: years. (laughs) Have you been waiting all week to tell me that?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My life is—I mean, it has a lot of meaning to it. So I mean, yeah. Figure I mean, that good for you. Share on I mean, the that's, podcast. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's um, <laughs>
0: that's like a milestone almost. Like, um, maybe we'll get you a medal once we start making money.
1: I think I definitely should get a plaque for it. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If not, like one of those cool, like wooden plaques with a little coin in the middle of it, like, <laughs> like, like, like a sober chip, but it's a masturbation chip. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Celebrating 20 years of cranking it.
0: Cranking it to the fucking Limp Biscuit Nookie album. (laughs) For those tuning in that listened to our podcast last week, I have made uh, nothing but Nookie jokes and like pants up, pants down jokes all week. (laughs) And I had um, a good friend. We've only released it so far uh, to a few people just to kind of like proofread it for us. And uh, one of the texts I got back was, "I would definitely rock a fuck limp biscuit sticker." And uh, you know, it's it's nice to see people on my side for once.
1: I, I just don't understand where all the hate's coming from, man.
0: Man, th- uh, just review the last episode. L- just listen to yourself.
1: You keep referring me to prior episodes now.
0: <laughs> this is that's prior, Kyle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, how was the ride up?
0: It was good, man. Uh it was nice and cool out this morning. Um, wasn't any traffic and I got Chick-fil-A on my way in, so that was really, really nice. What'd I'm, you get? Bro, I got the four chicken minis and I got these hash browns and a sweet tea. So let me tell you something. Let me let me let me bring a fat kid's perspective into this. <laughs> Chick-fil-A has made it okay to eat tater tots in the morning. All right. And here's my point. Hash browns. Bro, they're flattened tater tots. While I was eating them, they tasted like tater tots. And it is fucking Uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm eating them, bro. They're little circle. They're the same consistency.
1: Wouldn't you call a flattened tater tot a hash brown?
0: I mean, I call them hash browns, like the the little joints them and Burger King have them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're still considered hash browns, but in reality, you tear them apart, a hash brown and a fucking tater tot, same shit, different shape.
1: Right, it just depends and on Chick-fil-A the. And Chick Fil A made it okay. It depends on the depth of the, the deep fried. The tater, the tater, <laughs> <laughs> depth of the <laughs> tater.
0: So no, I mean, like I was having like a moment there on seventeen while I was driving. Like, man, these are just tater tots, and I'm eating them. So yeah, I'm, it sounds stupid, but so
1: the so depending on the width of the tater tot makes it socially acceptable at what time you can eat it during the day. Bingo. Oh my God, we're on to something.
0: Yep. Thanks, Chick Fil A. Love you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's good to be uh, at your house, not in Fredericksburg so much, but in at your house. Yeah. Wish a uh, shout out to our boy Nick. Wish he was uh, able to hang out with us today when we go to lunch, but he's uh, he's sick. He's got the Rona. Uh, we love you. Hope you feel better.
1: It's crazy. He's been positive now for like two weeks. Dude, It's insane. He might
0: hold the record. There's a lot of record holding going on today, <laughs> yeah, no kidding, I hate it for him, but he'll he'll be better he uh he was like, yeah, watch me test negative tomorrow. I was like, well, that would be all of our luck that so we didn't get to hang out, yeah, so um, but uh so i I stopped at his house, I dropped him off something, and I brought yours today, so this is for you, little little podcast present,
1: you want me to open this yeah, right yeah, now? yeah,
0: so um. <clears throat> I dropped Nick's off in. We're going to do mailbox. a product
1: review on this podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and for those that can't see it, it's um, it's a little knife that I got, Kyle.
1: It's a white box that says Case Carbon Steel. Yeah, yeah. It has my last name on it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we had to separate them because I had a bunch of them. But uh, holy shit.
1: Yeah, dude, that's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, open the blades. Yo. Yeah. Be careful. open, open My fucking both last of
1: them. name's on it.
0: Yeah, open both of them. There's two blades. Bro, get the <laughs> fuck out. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not. Bro, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, I, you, like, yeah, I'll be there. Sounds good. So... Obviously, we're uh, not in video, but uh, so the knife, I got uh, knives for all my groomsmen, and I ended up getting all their last names engraved in it, uh, laser engraved. Shout out Homeland Customs in Winchester. Awesome company, ran by firefighters. Anyway, um, and then- Bro,
1: look at my hands.
0: I know. Calm down. It's okay. Um, And, you know, I got myself one. It has my last name, and on the other blade, it says groom. But for Nick and Kyle, uh, they are both my best man.
1: Yeah, we get to we get to both be it.
0: Yeah, me and Gabby, me and Gabby decided that we what it was too fuck? difficult to uh, pick between two people, and it wasn't fair. So uh, we both decided she'll have two bridesmaids and uh, or maid of honor, maid of honor. There, uh, those, and I'll have two best men. So uh, yeah, you and Nick are it. Or if you you accept, Nick already said yes. So. Um, I mean, I'll have to check my schedule, bud. Fuck but- you! <laughs> fuck you! Quit your goddamn job.
1: But yeah, I, I'm, cool. man, I'm honored, Luke. Of course, I would be your
0: best man. Hell yeah! Do you like it? Isn't it cool? I fucking love it. Dude, it's sick. I, I've been, uh, I've been so excited. And I've never been a best man before. Yeah, well, welcome to it. And today, also, uh, our buddy Brian Gordon that I talked about. I'm going to go see him today and drop his off. As awesome, well. dude. I don't know what to do with my hands. Well, don't lose the knife because we have to take some fancy ass picture afterwards, so thank you, Luke. You're welcome, bro. Just oh, don't man. forget we're on a podcast and keep talking.
1: I yeah, <laughs> um how was your week? I guess Dude, it's good.
0: <laughs> it's good. I'm here now. I'm hanging out. so I'm glad you like it, bro
1: yeah, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna get both blades open and just set it set it like that, get yeah. a picture at some point. Hell yeah. Dude, thank you so much, Lou. You're welcome, bro.
0: That, I figured doing it on the podcast—that's a fucking fun.
1: honor, man. That, I mean, yeah, that was hell yeah. We Maybe. we just fist bumped for all the listeners.
0: Yeah, because we don't have video. shout
1: out to our listener in Belgium, by the way.
0: Yeah, uh, we have a bunch of downloads from Belgium. I'm I'm like I'm worried it's a bot that's just like, hey, let's help these guys out. But if you're really listening in Belgium, I guess. Uh, thank you, Kanichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Well, should we should we go ahead and, and get this thing popping?
1: Did I ask you about your week already? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. I don't even remember the last ten minutes of our conversation. Now it's all good. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Go ahead.
0: All right. This week's rule, the rule of the day, is going to be grandparents. We. Uh, I want to talk about my experience with my grandparents. The stuff I've gotten to do, and then I want to talk on your half of your grandparents, the things you got to do, and uh, where you're at now, and get both our perspectives. Um, Last week's episode got me like in a mood of like thinking about like when I was a kid and when I was, you know, growing up, things I learned and like things I didn't learn, and just where it put me. And um, I got to talking to my grandpa the other day for almost like 3 hours um just listening to stories and it's just important stuff to me and I, and I know your grandparents were really important to you so um and family is just such a huge thing between both of us and uh I think it would be cool for us to like get into some stories how we feel shit like that
1: yeah this episode this this one kind of fucked me up a little bit Um, it's been a while since my grandparents have been on my mind. Mm -hmm. So when you brought the episode up to me, I was, I, I felt weird about it at first, but once it, it was just like the last episode, once we started getting into it and like hammering out details and stuff, I got really excited about it, even though it it did kind of fuck me up to write all, you know, all the notes and shit. Right,
0: right. Which, which I mean, it's expected it, um, it's not something that's easy uh, in your shoes and I eventually one day am going to be in your shoes and it's definitely going to be something that I am new to, but, uh, yeah, I just, I would love to hear your side of it as well.
1: Absolutely. It'll be good to hear both sides.
0: Absolutely.
1: Who you want to start with? <laughs> absolutely.
0: We are doing our best not to say absolutely every fucking second. So we sentence.
1: didn't do it last episode, but I definitely heard a lot of hundred <laughs> percent
0: Oh dude, I still have I steal that from Burt Kreischer because he's just like a hundred percent. Hundred percent. I dude, I can't help it. He's he's one of my favorite podcasters and um I just I you know uh what do they say about mimicking or um Something is the sincerest form of flattering. Oh yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Big fan. Um, but cool. So, um, do you want to start with yours, or do you want to, you know, hear a little bit of my end of the world?
1: Uh, let's start with
0: yours. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so we'll start with your grandfather. Ah, okay. uh, nah, save him for last. Let's okay. start with your grandmother.
0: All right. Well, my grandmother. Her name's Lily. She uh she is on my father's side. So I'll start just a little bit farther back. Both my mom's parents are deceased. I, my grandfather, um, he was on my mom's side and he passed away when my mom was 18. So I don't really know too much about him. Um, and my grandmother passed away when I was two. She was on obviously my mom's mom as well. And, um, From everything my mom's told me, she was just a wonderful lady. All my uncles, you know, adored that lady. And all my uncles are, like, fucking huge, like, angry military dudes. Like, they are fucking, like, hard-nosed dudes. And they were, like, very humble around their mother.
1: Is your mother's side Southern as well?
0: Yes. So, um, they, both sides of my family grew up in and around the front royal area
1: then I would imagine she was a sweetheart. You can't beat a Southern woman, man.
0: Well, I, I know that my mom's mom was an opera singer. Really? Yeah, she actually was able to hit, like, I think it's the high C or whatever that is, or whatever that high note is that can break glass. My grandmother broke glass at one point.
1: No shit. Yeah,
0: she was really good at, you know, opera, and that's why I assume my mom is so good at singing, too. So, um...
1: I didn't even know your mom sung.
0: Yeah, dude. She was in the church choir for, oh my God, my whole life. And, you know, you know how moms sing in the car, but like she legit like was belting out shit while we were in the car. So, wow. Yeah. That's definitely something that um, I don't have many memories, um, but I have like those stories of my grandma being like that.
1: And you said your grandmother passed away when you were two?
0: Yeah, right around the time I was two. Okay. Yeah, so I, I remember the only memory and I have of her— Her husband passed away when? When my mom was 18, so way so you before. Never, yeah, no, no, I okay. didn't, never knew him. I've seen like two pictures of him. Okay. Mom adored him, though. Mom, mom never had a bad thing to say about him. Um, But um, the only f- memory I have of my grandmother is uh, it was Easter, and she was really sick. But she made sure to, she got me a Tupperware (laughs) uh, bowl. It was really deep. It was like, I don't know, like six inches deep and maybe like a foot and a half wide. And she made me an Easter basket out of it. Oh, wow. That's the only thing I remember about that lady.
1: It's crazy that you have that memory Mm -hmm. when she only lived till you were two.
0: Yeah, that that's that's why I, obviously that's why I don't have any memories but for some reason that's the only thing I can ever think of. Um so
1: that's like my dad's father. <laughs> I never knew him because he passed away when my dad was 7 from cancer. Really? Yeah, the only, I mean I know mm-hmm. things about him. Mm-hmm. Um there was a and I hope I don't get this wrong. Um I hope to have my father on an episode in the future. Um but and he would be able to clarify it, I want to say that, because the only pictures I've ever saw of him, his name was Charles. Mm -hmm. The only pictures I've ever really seen of him is in a cowboy hat and like a vest.
0: Really? That's badass. Yeah,
1: so there was an amusement park back in Buffalo called uh, Fantasy Island. Okay. And I don't even know if it's open anymore. And uh, apparently back in maybe like the 60s, yeah, because I think my dad was like 61, 62. So, like the 60s. And mm-hmm. he did like, he was like an actor in the cowboy shows that they had where they that's did like sick. the duels and the shootouts and like really? dudes would like get shot off the top of a roof and like have to fall off the roof and yeah. shit. Yeah. That's cool as fuck. And that's, that's really the only thing I know about him.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it's, it sucks that we didn't get to like really, really meet these people um Especially we just get those stories him.
1: yeah cuz i mean th- my dad is my hero so right. to be able to meet who birthed him or who bred him that would have been an o- that would have been awesome
0: let's say uh birth or bread sounds weird
1: bread <laughs> well i mean it depends is who it toasted him? um is there butter um what <laughs> what the fuck are you
0: talking <laughs> bread <laughs> bread <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it's, it's weird how we get those... Like, I'm still like, fucked up over the knife, bro. Oh, I'm right. not going to lie. I'm,
1: I'm totally off my game right now.
0: That's fine. I figured I'd throw you off a little bit, but I figured it'd be cool to... Uh, yeah, that would be cool if podcast. you
1: waited till the end. Nah, fuck <laughs> up,
0: bro. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get back into my grandma and let you recuperate your thoughts.
1: So now You're still on your mom's side?
0: No, no, no. Mom's side is... Uh, I don't know too much about them, man. My mom never spoke a bad word about either of them. Okay, but I am super close to my father's side, which they, um, they're still living. Uh, um, I was the first grandchild, and so I was able to. I had two years of them to myself, so I've always kind of been closer to them than I have, uh, especially my dad. So my grandmother, her name's Lily. She's short and she not to cut you off. What's up? But I wanted to name Madeline Lillian. Oh, dude, that's why I have the tiger Lily. On Such a thing. fucking gorgeous yeah. name. Yeah, she um she is your short, like typical in the kitchen type of grandmother that like when you hug, she's at your ribcage. Um, but my grandma is the the rock and the glue that holds our family together, and that is no bullshit. She, you know, my grandfather traveled a lot with the military. Uh, When my father and uncle were young and my grandmother held that shit down, man. And she is, uh, she's sometimes the only person that I feel comfortable even going to about stuff, which is, uh, which is weird because, you know, you have your mom and your dad and and your best friends. And and sometimes, like, I feel like she's going to be the only one that understands. Um, but as far as like, like your, your stereotypical grandmother cooking, bro. Oh, I can't um, wait to try her cooking, Oh my God, man. Like you, you can't, I have, when I was younger, I begged her to open a restaurant. We could have made millions, bro. (laughs) Millions off this lady's cooking. And now that I'm older, I get that she doesn't want to, but, um, like I have like the fondest memories of growing up at times, especially when everyone was at work, but grandma, and, uh, my grandma had a best friend that worked at the local arcade. And grandma would take me to the fucking arcade and I'd be there all day. And it was, dude, it was the greatest shit ever. Grandma would be over there talking to her friend and I am making a fucking terror of this place. I am making it my bitch like a lottery machine <laughs> at fucking Charlestown, dog. And, uh, it, it's just, she has been the, Aside from my mom, obviously, she has been the one person that's kept me together for a, for all these years.
1: That's the most upsetting thing about our friendship is we've been friends now for…
0: Close to 12 years.
1: Yeah, and I still have not met your grandparents. But you got to think, like, the majority of our friendship, you lived here.
0: Right, which is, you know, when I went to visit, it was sporadic and stuff like that. But, I mean, now you'll have also, the Also, when you're younger… Yeah,
1: you're not really interested in hanging out with family, right? You're more interested in going out with friends and shit. So
0: absolutely, and we, uh, and I wasn't like we. I mean, we were doing shit all, every weekend, so like I wasn't ever hitting you up and be like, hey, let's go to my grandparents' house, right? So, but you'll meet them eventually, man. I, yeah, I, I really. Well, I told want you the you next to.
1: time I come to Farm Royal. That's what I want to
0: do. Yeah. And she can cook us fried chicken, dog. I would love to go and meet them. Yeah. That's, that's a good fucking time, man. And, um, she just, she, so she is, uh, once, one thing that's always stuck in my mind when I got kicked out of my dad's house when I first moved back to Front Royal, um, close to like eight years ago. Um, I stayed on my buddy's couch for like two weeks, and my grandma was like, I'm not fucking having this. So she found like an apartment for me, and she, you know, got me out of my buddy's house and was like, let's go look at this apartment. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'm covered in tattoos, not that I had a huge beard at the time, just not like your cleanest looking person. And uh, we get to the apartment, and it's this really old man who's the tenant or landlord or whatever. And he's talking to me and um, he looks at me. He's like, no, I won't have any of your parties and shit. And my grandma looked at him and stopped him. She said, you talk about my fucking grandson like that again. And we're going to have problems. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm telling you, shorter than me. I mean, I mean, short. Your daughter's probably catching up to her. (laughs) And she said, you talk about my grandson like that again. We're going to have a fucking problem. She said, you're not going to hear anything. There's not going to be any fucking parties. She said, My grandson needs a place to live. Now, are you going to take our fucking money or what? That's so
1: crazy that those Southern women can be so sweet, but if you oh, piss them God, off. Oh, my God, bro. I've got a couple.
0: <laughs> we, uh, and I, well, to finish that story before going to another, he, he looked at her. Like he had just seen Jesus for the first time, (laughs) just went to church and opened the Bible for the first time. And was like, he was like, yes, ma'am. And, and, you know, we wrote to check out and, and didn't have a problem ever. I didn't even get that man never asked me for rent. Even if like I was close to being on the due date, man never bothered me. I mean, Hey, is your, is your apartment? Okay. I was like, grandma's going to beat your ass. There's another time. um, She's like Debo. Pretty much bro. Pretty much. Um, there was another time me and my buddies all went to the melting pot, the pizza place, uh, in town after going hunting mid, you know, uh, you're trash and, uh, ended up my grandparents and some of their family were there too. So we sat beside them. We were talking and my, I went to the bathroom and my buddies took my to go box and cut the bottom out of it. They flipped all everything over. They cut the bottom out of it and set it back down. So when when I would pick it up, it all falls out. It's no big deal. I mean, we fuck with each other all the time. So they're at the table, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm ready to go. I pick my food up. Pizza goes everywhere. My grandma looks at them and said, what the fuck is wrong with (laughs) you? And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, it's just a joke. She's like, you hang out with some dumbasses. You know that? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'm like, chill. We are in public, man. (laughs) So, yeah, she um, she is, like I said, she is the sweetest lady on this earth. But when my grandma needs to be a fucking G, my grandma is a fucking G. Oh, yeah. She is like a no. I'm telling you, bro. That I could go on for hours about similar stories where she is just like turns this blank face and she's like, fuck you. And my grandma will cuss at people and I love it. I fucking love it, man. Old school women are like that, man. Oh, man, bro. I, I imagine your grandma was probably kind of like a turn the switch person, too
1: um my grandmother was always switch on so
0: she's 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 fucking she's ready to fight at all times at all times and this is your mom's mother correct okay
1: yeah dad's mom totally different my mom's mom was just a firecracker
0: right and that's the one that i knew yes that's what i thought yeah you got to meet her yeah she was a great woman she was tiny too
1: yeah she was four foot something
0: that's insane. I bet she she didn't weigh eighty pounds either
1: um shit, even when she was like well and kicking
0: yeah yeah she was uh she was a trooper man
1: yeah she was she was a tough old broad man so like like I said, with my dad's side, I never got to meet his father um but I did have a really good relationship with his mother. That was my candy grandma. Have you ever heard me talk about her? No,
0: no, no, because this is one that I've never met.
1: Yeah, no, you never got to meet her. Now, was um, she
0: living up north?
1: She, Yeah, she's okay. Buffalo all the way. Um, she lived on uh, Peterson off of Fillmore Street. Mm-hmm. You go ABC Street, and then you go to Peterson. Yeah, she lived in the ghetto, man. Hell yeah! Like, nah, I mean, like the ghetto, like down and dirty shit. Like I've seen outlines, chalk outlines when no I've been to her out. Yeah, she lived across from a school, and I uh, saw a chalk outline one time in the parking lot.
2: Hell yeah! But
1: nobody <laughs> ever, wild. nobody ever fucked with her. Everybody, really? everybody was always very nice to her. Good people. Um, but yeah, it was it was a rough neighborhood. Um, she was a sweetheart, man. But yeah, I called her my candy grandma, and I don't know when it started. I don't know who started it, but um, you go in her house, and she always had a candy dish on her living room table.
0: Now now to stop you real quick, what kind of candy are we talking about?
1: So that's why York patties are my favorite candy. Got you. It's okay. because nine times out of 10, there was York Patties or M&Ms.
0: That's a very grandparents thing. My grandparents yeah. go heavy on York Patties. Me personally, hate them. Won't eat them. Love them. That's tight though.
1: And apparently uh, when I was young, I called them Scooby Snacks. <laughs> so every, no, why and the only one, I don't know. I don't know where any of this shit comes from. And the only one that still carries that on is my aunt. And whenever uh, she gets me a Christmas gift or something, she'll give me Scooby snacks.
0: That's fucking,
1: that's sick. And I'm like, I still don't know where the fuck this, I don't even remember calling them that. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, she was, she was Candy Grandma. That's sick, And man. Uh, yeah, she, Buffalo. So anytime I would obviously go spend a lot of, because I used to spend my summers in Buffalo. Right. I spent a lot of summers up there and in my younger years, a lot of time was spent with her and
0: then my uncle. Okay, and that's the same uncle. Last episode we were talking about took kid rock, to gotcha, Eminem concert, all of that. That's sick, dude. Those those type of aunt and uncle, I have a few of them. They are fucking, they are treasures in their own.
1: Yeah, I mean, I. I- could care less about my uncle now, um, right. for reasons I don't care to disclose. But back when I was a kid growing up, obviously he was the uncle you always wanted to hang out with.
0: Fucking right, the fun uncle, the uncle, yes. as they call him. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: bought me my first parental advisory CD. Took me to an Eminem concert when I was eleven years old, and that's sick. Yeah, we and like, <clears throat> not to get off topic, but like for some reason, whenever we'd go on an escalator in the mall um because they have a mall up there called the galleria and it's a two story Mm -hmm. mall. Right. And like we would ride the escalators up and for some reason whenever we'd get to the top of it uh he would tell me to jump and when we'd land we (laughs) we'd yell chicks
0: (laughs) oh my god that's funny as shit bro
1: I yeah yeah (laughs) chicks oh my god but when I when I think of my candy grandmother uh candy grandma I always think of uh ninja
0: Turtles, monster trucks, and raviolis. no shit. that's why you're obsessed with other p- people on the podcast obviously don't know you, but like this kid has more cans of fucking ravioli in his house than like most normal Americans.
1: I probably have somewhere between 10 and fifteen in my cabinet right now, exactly, so I just ate some last night.
0: yeah, that's crazy, I because I almost was
1: robbed of twenty dollars, really. Yeah, so I had band practice last night and Robbie was like, "Yo, are we getting food? What are we doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll probably just make a pizza. And he was like, cool, I'm going to DoorDash Subway. So the dude rolls up like 45 minutes later and Robbie's like, yo, where's my chips? And he's like, man, they must have fucked up. They didn't give me any chips. And he was like, I'll I'll go back and get them. Right. And uh, Robbie just kind of like walked away. And I I was in my head. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. But that's kind of fucked up a little bit because it's just a bag of chips, bro. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. So I yelled at him. I'm like, hey, do you have any more runs? And he's like, nah. And I said, well, I'll give you 20 bucks and cash app it to you. And I'll text you what I want from Subway. And uh, if you want to make like another $10 tip. And he was like, hell yeah. Right. So I texted him my order and he's like, cool. I'll let you know when I'm on my way. 45 minutes later, I didn't hear shit. So I texted him. I'm like, everything cool? And he's like, yeah, I, uh, I got halfway back and realized I forgot the chips again. So I'm going back now to get it. What? Well, here's the fucked up thing is I don't think he was ever coming back because he then texted me maybe like another 20 minutes later and was like, what's your address? And I'm like, but you just said you were already halfway back. You know where the fuck you were going? Bro. So I just heated up some raviolis and was munching on it He eventually showed up with my cold ass sandwich So Is what it is I guess yeah.
0: But yeah anyways
1: raviolis
0: Okay so was so Tell me too about like the Ninja Turtles and shit Is that something like you guys watched together Because so, it was big at that time
1: Yeah that was when it was first coming out in the right. 90s So uh, When I was real real young um, I don't even know Under 5 mm-hmm. um, She would always cook me raviolis on her stove with a wooden spoon. And for some reason, that just made it so much better.
0: Oh, yeah. Ravioli will never taste the same as when she made it. Oh, my God. And it was just a can of
1: raviolis, man. But it was just that wooden spoon. And uh, I had VHS tapes. And I had Ninja Turtles. And then I had like two or three monster truck VHS tapes that I would just watch on repeat. Right, it was back when like Bigfoot was really big and nobody even heard Grave Digger and shit. Fuck Grave Digger, nobody even heard of Grave Digger, but it was like when when Bigfoot like made monster trucks really big. Right, and I would just sit and watch that shit on repeat, and she would just cook me raviolis, man. That's sick, God, it was so good. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah, she like I said, she lived in a really rough part of upstate New York. It was actually where I saw my first vagina. Not my grandmother's. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my let me cl- god. let me clarify that real quick. <laughs> oh my fucking! <laughs> I'm, that still, is so I'm still I'm still fucked up over the knife. Oh so my god! <laughs> <laughs> I need to light another cigarette. So my grandmother, <laughs> she lived in a duplex, and her mother, my grandma dojack, lived next door in another duplex with her other daughter right um so then so it was her house my grandmother's house or my great-grandmother's and then on the left side of her house was like a, a mechanic shop but it was like really beat the fuck up right so i would always go over there and just like play with sticks and shit in the like fenced off area of the parking lot So one time I saw a magazine on the ground. I was like, the fuck is this? (laughs) So I picked it up. Obviously that was before the internet. That was before stuff like that. So it was a porn mag. Oh man. How old are you? Uh, Still under five. Damn. Maybe six or seven. Yeah, and it was, and I didn't know what I was looking at. I didn't know what a vagina yeah, yeah, was yeah. or anything, so I was just looking at, it, and I was like, "That's kind of
2: gross."
1: Uh. <laughs> 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 She's missing her wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, bro! Yeah, that is so funny. She, uh, uh, so getting in, into like the harder part of these stories is mm-hmm. she passed away from breast cancer, um, and again, this is your dad's mother. Correct. Gotcha. And uh, I, I don't even know how long it's been now, man.
0: How old were you? I, I don't even remember. Right. Probably I, probably below 10, I would assume. No, I was really? l- mid-20s. Oh, shit. She, so she lived a while, bro. Uh,
1: I, I couldn't tell you what her age was. Right, right. But. um,
0: I mean, she had to be somewhat up there.
1: My great-grandmother. So my great-grandmother was going to outlive all of us. Right, right. She she passed away at like one Oh one, one Oh two, one Oh three, something good like that. Her, yeah. A and long, I mean, she was the life of the party. Hell yeah. Kind of the same way you talk about your grandmother, um, on, on your dad's side. Right. So she was well over a hundred. Um, and, and this is kind of the, the shitty part of it. So my grandmother, my candy grandma passed away from breast cancer. Right. Um, she fought it for a while and ended up, it ended up taking her life but um, my great grandmother at that time was already in a nursing home so uh, but I, I don't think she was there for a very long time she just needed like assisted living and mm-hmm. her other daughter that lived with her and my candy grandma they were just kind of too old to do everything that she needed right so uh, my grandmother passed away and my uh, father and his brother was like okay well we need to go tell her mother. Right. Um which they I, I i mean even they probably feel this way that they shouldn't have done that because they went and told her, you know, your daughter and uh she ended up dying right after.
0: Really? Yeah. Like within days or that day. Like days. Yeah. Man, that's how that stuff usually works, man. Yeah. I mean uh especially like it's crazy why my, my grandmother's mom died here recently. She was uh 99, I think. Just like my, she birthed 13 kids. Wow. Yeah, she was a strong woman. Fucking, I, I come from a line of very strong women. And, uh, you know, when she, she was ready to go, man, she was ready to go. And that's stuff that's out of our control. But, I mean, like, I uh, I wasn't that close to my great-grandmother. Um, whenever I saw her, it was very good. But I, I'm more close to my grandma. But, um, you know, the the outside looking in, you have to really appreciate the life that they had and the life that they gave you.
1: Fucking right. You
0: know what I'm saying? Cause you know, uh it this the part of them being gone sucks. Um and and I'm sure I'm gonna eat my own advice at some point. Um, but it, it sounds like she she gave you a life of memories that you'll never forget.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, um like my mother's parents, they moved to Virginia. Like I'll get into all that. But all right. so obviously when we moved to Virginia, the only time I would get to see her would be when I go and spend the summers there. Or um, you know, when we used to go up sometimes for Christmas or or here and there shit. Like when my great grandmother turned a hundred or maybe it was ninety five. Either one, we would go up there and I'd get to see her and things like that. Um but yeah, still. I mean, I have nothing but great memories with her, right? And my great grandmother. Um, just, just old,
0: great women, man. Hell yeah, dude. The thing that's weird to think about too, um, that I heard someone bring up one time is, uh, and this is this is ever since I heard this get brought up, this is why I go see my. I, I've always, you know me, I've always gone and see my grandparents, but I'm trying to go see my to bring in my mom, I'm trying to go see her more often too. If you go and see someone once a year and you look at it this way, you see them once a year. Well, let's say they only live 20 more years. You got 20 more times to see them. Yep. And that fucking, when, when I heard that person say that, man, I mean, it fucking like really put me down. So I, I've been trying to make plans to go and visit people. More and it's going to
1: make it hurt that much more yep. once that day comes but at least you can appreciate that you put in that effort to spend that much time with them
0: oh my god man like i said i uh my fiance and me were were both off yesterday and and i was like yo let's 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 just go see our my grandparents uh my grandma as soon as we got there poured Gavi a glass of wine nice me and fucking grandpa sat in the chair together and just started chatting man
1: he was that's,
0: telling that's me, awesome. I mean, we just had story after story. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, it sounds like it's crazy when you get to talking people to people, whether you're friends or not, or acquaintances, whatever, how different parts of the world or the States or whatever that you're in. But it sounds like it's the same fucking person. Yeah, It sounds like you're <laughs> describing my grandmother.
1: When you talk about grandmothers, yes. Mm-hmm. Grandfathers, I think, are a little different. There's a lot of similarities, but when it comes to grandmothers, that shit is just like across the board. Yeah.
0: Now, now, when people talk about like, oh, I fucking hate my grandma. She's a bitch. She's an old lady and I she's mean as fuck. I just, I get that. And, and I assume that they're serious. Like their grandparents might be complete fucking assholes, but it's so hard for me to image because yeah. I've never had that. I When someone's like, I don't see my grandparents, I'm like, yo, fuck that. yeah. But I get every family's different. But I just, it's something like, I can't think of a bad grandmother. I I just can't. It doesn't, like, the term grandmother doesn't collate with fucking bad terms and bad memories to me. You know what I'm saying? I I can't think of one. I mean, she beat my ass when I was a little kid because I was a little shit. But, like, as to saying, like, my grandmother sucks. Can't think of it. Can't can't fucking do it, bro. No,
1: and I would say the same thing about my grandmother on my mother's side. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a mean old Polish woman. Rude as fuck.
0: Right. But goddamn, if she
1: wasn't sweet at heart.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm sure she was a little sweeter towards you than everyone else.
1: A little bit. She yeah, yeah. she definitely well, favored men.
0: Really? Yeah. She hated uh-huh. women. Even her daughters. No kidding. She'd be mean as fuck
1: to them. <laughs> but the men, she was always very nice.
0: Huh. I mean, that, you know, that, that comes to that generation, generational background, man.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, I never, I only knew about your grand, your grandmother that lived here. I never really knew too much about that until you were telling
1: Geraldine me. Geraldine Grabowski was her name. Yep. What a fucking name. Yeah. That's a strong name. Yeah. None but Polish in that name.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Did, did she ever like cook you any Polish food?
1: Uh, kielbasa, a lot of
0: kielbasa, a lot of,
1: um, a lot of pierogies. Oh, that's, so is
0: this why you like pierogies so much?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, my mother would cook them all the time too. Now they weren't like authentic pierogies. Now my uncle makes a lazy man pierogi, which is pretty fucking good, which is like the sauerkraut pierogi.
0: Oh fuck. Yeah. dude. Yeah. Which it's,
1: it's not even in a noodle. It's called lazy man because it's just the guts of the pierogies in a, like a, like a casserole form. Oh, so it's, so it's like. There's noodles in it, like there's pasta in it, like spiral pasta, but it's not in the noodle. So it's like a deconstructed pierogi, a lazy man pierogi. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So, but like she did cook more Polish foods, like um, ham and cabbage is a Got real you. big
0: Polish food. I think it's fucking disgusting. Bro, straight up, like bold cabbage. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. That was my dad's like favorite meal. We ate it twice a week. And I, it's disgusting. I could barely stomach it. Now I like I never cabbage eat it. other ways, but like yeah, like soup. G- no, like coleslaw. I love coleslaw. I love like coleslaw raw, too. Raw cabbage out of my grandfather's garden. Me and him sometimes Can't will go fuck for- with it, dude. One of my fondest memories. I have memories. a horrible palate, though. You do. Yeah. Um, me and my grandpa will sometimes go pick food out of his garden and just eat it. Sometimes we'll eat like a like a couple bites of something before we even get back into the house. And man, that's. That's one. Thing.
1: Do you guys just like sit on the porch and eat the garden together?
0: Oh, bro. And just talk? Oh,
1: that's All the fucking, fucking awesome. Dude, God, I, I
0: wish me I Me and Grandpa that. used to sit out on the porch and just drink beer and talk. That is awesome. I mean, it was it was definitely something that I like cherished. Um, but now we we mainly talk more over food. As uh, it should I, be. As I since I stopped drinking, he doesn't drink that much anymore unless he gets on one. But um But, but
1: yeah, there wasn't really much other Much other Polish food, right? Um, I don't like kraut, so really, yeah, that's not your thing. Gotcha. No, it's it's not. My
0: grandfather comes from that German background.
1: That's what my grandfather German Polish Frank Vogel.
0: Yeah, and um, that's that comes from the or that his palate is the same. We talked yesterday about how he was when he was stationed in Germany for a little while with the Air Force. He uh, he would sneak off from work for about an hour and go drink a bunch of german beer and eat fucking german food till he was full to where he couldn't move and then oh, go that's back to awesome. work.
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So,
1: Yeah, my... I got the Irish side from my dad's side. Shanahan. Gotcha. And
0: oh, then okay, I got makes the sense. Polish
1: and German from my mother's side. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's sick, man.
1: But uh yeah, she was she was a firecracker, man.
0: Now I want to I now that we've talked about that side, I want to talk about grandma that that lived here that I met. I can't believe how nice. I. So to put this in perspective, the first time I ever came to Kyle's house, it was like, yo, come to my house and hang out. I was like, cool. And mind you, I'm like, I don't have that many friends at this point. So I'm like, fucking awesome. This is the greatest day ever. But I have a, a terrible mouth on me. I always have. And I have saying something to Kyle, losing my shit. I dropped four F bombs or whatever, and his mom rounds the corner and I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) And I can't remember exactly what she said to me, but she said something about like colorful language. I was like, great, well they fucking hate me. (laughs) And so like I've always had this reputation of not the fucking nicest person ever, but Kyle's grandma, this little I mean very little old lady she, I mean, I was I was afraid to hug her sometimes. Yeah. Was so fucking nice to me. The very second she met me, I never got a bad fucking word said towards me from that lady. She treated me like I was her fucking grandson. Yep. And I I love her to death. Uh, I miss her terribly. And not she as much awesome as you, people, obviously, man. But, um, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about her. So uh, getting back
1: into like the foods and stuff. So like I, like I said, I never ate like the Polish meals, although there wasn't very many cooked that, um, I can remember, which my grandmother, uh, she just passed away within the last four or five years now. Mm -hmm. My, my great grandmother, my candy grandma and her all passed away within like the same two year span. Right. Might even have been a year. I have a terrible memory. Mm-hmm. Um well a lot's happened, bro. So don't Well yeah. But uh back to her cooking. I loved her cooking, man.
0: Um and she was, Is she Buffalo descent as well? Oh yeah. So so whole family's Buffalo essentially. We're all Buffalo gotcha, brand. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. She um her and my
1: grandfather moved here. Maybe like Early two thousands.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. So maybe like ten years after we had moved here. Okay. So uh but I mean they would always come and visit. It was nothing for my grandfather and grandmother to jump in the car and drive nine hours just
0: to come hang out. That's sick. That's that's a definitely a grandparent thing.
1: Oh fuck yeah. So uh her cooking though, man, is like uh my favorite meals like she would ever make was pork chops and onions.
0: Hell yeah. Um That's definitely – my grandmother's never made that. Now, she she makes pork chops. She would
1: make them in the oven.
0: Man. Yeah. That's different.
1: Yeah. It wasn't fried. It wasn't grilled. They were just put in a fucking glass um, thing. Like the cookware, essentially. Yeah, and just put in the
0: oven. That's insane, dude.
1: And it was fucking amazing. I'll have
0: to, when we get done talking about her, I'll have to mention some of my favorite meals my grandma's cooked. I oh, forgot hell about yeah. Them. I was just excited to talk, say, like, cool things about her, and then, you know, let's talk about church. But anyway, go ahead. That's the
1: thing is, like, whenever you think about grandmothers, cooking always comes to mind. It has to, bro. Oh, my God. It
0: has to. Bro, my grandma will make a bowl of cereal taste better than mine. Absolutely. I don't get it.
1: Like I said, raviolis with a wooden spoon on her stove.
0: Never she... tastes the same now.
1: but my my favorite meal that she would make was um so like christmas was huge with my grandparents on my mother's side um back when we lived in buffalo we would all go to their house they lived on 69 whitfield
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and uh i mean it would just the amount of gifts and people would just fucking pack this house right and she always cooked christmas breakfast And that's where she would do, um, you know, typical breakfast stuff, but she would also throw in the kielbasa, the white hots, Mm -hmm. things like that. Now,
0: now what's a white hot?
1: It's like a uh, a white kielbasa. I don't even know what the fuck it is, but it's kielbasa, but it's white. Okay. And it tastes completely different than kielbasa. Okay. Um, But they just call them white hots, I guess. White hots. Okay. But uh, so we would. We would always spend Christmas with them. And then when they moved down here, we would do our Christmas in our house. And then we would all meet at Graham's house for breakfast. Same. And then we would all go back. Kids would play with their gifts. My mom would always start getting Christmas dinner prepared because she took over Christmas dinner. That's tight. And then the entire fucking family would meet up again and then we pack mom's house with fucking gifts and do a huge dinner,
0: man. So that's, how many how many people are we talking like twenty, thirty in grandma's house?
1: Back in Buffalo, yeah, yeah. easy to say. That's that. so
0: sick, dude. Easy. That's a and dream. I'm talking
1: like a living room smaller than mine,
0: right? And that shit just does not happen anymore.
1: No, and that's so that's definitely the worst part about all of my grandparents. Like you were talking about the being the glue of the family, right? That's how my grandfather was, which I'll get into later, but just being the glue and holding the traditions and things like that so obviously once everybody was passed on yeah um those traditions went with them so the biggest thing for me when my grandmother did pass away was uh carrying on christmas breakfast
0: that's that's important yeah
1: so like when when she passed um I wanted certain things from them mm-hmm. um, that held the most amount of memories to me, which was a l- pretty much ninety nine percent of the bills, the Buffalo Bills memorabilia you see around here,
0: right? Like, Super old, which obviously listeners can't see, but I'm I'm talking like stuff that looks like the Bills' first things they've ever owned,
1: like that clock.
0: Mm-hmm. That's got to be nineties, eighties, right? The, well, what about the the little flag thing under it? Oh, maybe Bro. even earlier. I'm telling you, that's that's got to be the first ten years of their organization.
1: Yeah, got every bit of it. I mean, that's the that's the old school Bills logo.
0: Which that's my grandparents were never huge in sports, so it's super. I always respect uh, sports families, sports towns. Um, not that I grew up with it, but like being a Penguins fan, uh, whenever I go to Pittsburgh, when I stroll into that city and see all the stuff on the houses and see people walking around in jerseys, it just fucking fills me up. I'm like, bro, I mean, this yeah, is fucking gets cool. it you hyped. It does. So to see, and when I did visit your grandma, when you took me to see her and stuff, um, it was so sick to see everything. And yeah. I'm really glad it's all here.
1: Yeah, man. And like, obviously, when that was the other shitty thing about grandparents passing away is money. Uh people become so fucking money hungry, and it's like you see a side of people that you didn't even know fucking existed. It's like the glue is gone right now here's the fucking shit side of things you never got to see
0: and you have a bigger side on that family, right? That's a little bit
1: yes, because my dad's side was just um my m r g with and my uh my candy grandma their mother grandma do Jack um uh, my father uh his brother. His wife, their two kids, and then there was like some aunts and uncles that would dabble in and out that I would get to see from time to time. Okay. But pretty much all of them have now
0: passed away. That's that's what I'm nervous about. And I try not to think about it very much, but when the inevitable day comes with my grandparents, there's two sons and their families, and I do not want— Your father and his brother— Yes. Okay. Um, I haven't... My grandpa before has asked me what I want. Um, and it's not something I like to talk about, to be honest with you. I fucking... I hate even bringing it up. Um, There is one thing... There's a gun that he has that I wanted to make sure... Because me and him hunted with that together. That's one thing that I want to make sure that I get. But I'm scared to death when it gets down to... I do... My family's already a little fallen apart, and there's some stuff going on that's making it worse. But I hope my cousins, which my cousins are good people, uh, and so is my you little sister. You speak very
1: highly of your cousins.
0: I do. I respect them all. And we were all raised really good to an extent. Um, I definitely am a little bit shittier than all, the rest of them. But they're all level-headed humans. I, I hope I don't have to deal with with what you're getting ready to speak on. It makes me nervous, essentially well, is what I'm getting at.
1: I don't want to go into it. Right. Um I would much rather if 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 it was okay with my mom to get into, mm-hmm. I think it would honestly be better to have her on this show. Right. To to talk about things like and, that. And
0: I'm down. Anytime we talk about or do anything with family history, love family, bro. That's such a big part in both of our lives. And I think that's Huge. what draws us to to level playing fields in our friendship, if that makes 100%. sense. Hundred percent, because uh hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I it, but any, I'd love to do any of that. But anyway, go, go
1: but to to so like to get back into it. A, a lot of people worried about money. Right. Um. There was certain things, and and, and just to give listeners a rundown. And since you're sitting here with me, mm-hmm. the golf bag. Is my grandfather's golf bag? That one is. That is my grandfather's Dude, I, Max Fly golf bag. I never knew that. Yep. The uh, I have a garden gnome. Some some more Bills memorabilia. There is a uh, a rocking horse right there. Yeah. That is what I wanted for my candy grandma. This ashtray mm-hmm. was what I wanted for my candy grandma. Gotcha. The the Bills sign right there. It says home of a Bills fan. My grandmother would always stick that outside on game day.
0: This is Fredericksburg grandma?
1: Yeah, this is uh, uh, the one that lived right up the street. Gotcha. The one that moved to Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only things I have from candy grandma is the rocking horse and this. And I think I have a couple more things inside. Real, real small stuff. But right. So Important, she had, this. yes, yeah. she had a wall. My candy grandma had a wall of like rocking horses. It was her shit. That was her thing to collect. So when she passed away, that is what I, I wanted. One of those. I didn't care about anything else, right? Um, and for some reason, I cared about ashtrays because both of my grandmothers were smokers. It's
0: it's the little things, bro.
1: Yeah. So, but like, she would put that outside every game day. Really? Yeah.
0: See that that's another thing. I'm like, man, that my that sports uh, town thing,
1: my game chair, uh, which is just an office chair. I don't have a gaming chair. Uh, I can't bring myself to spend money like that. But is it the red one? No, it's the it's just the black office chair. Got I you, have. got you, got you. I sit on top of a Bills blanket that was always on her couch. Right. Um, I, I mean there's there's shit everywhere. The best <laughs> sports memorabilia I have besides that home of the Bills fan sign
2: right.
1: is I have like a fucking 4 foot wide uh panoramic view of the Bills stadium back in like the 90s. It was sponsored by Marlboro.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It had a cigarette company on it, so you know it's yeah, old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, who
0: it's... owns so in Kyle's bathroom Uh, there is on the back of a toilet, a Bill's, that was my grandmother's, which we, well, obviously, but like, I want to know which ones, but there's a Bill's couch tissue box cover. Yeah. So imagine a Bill's couch. That's maybe like a foot wide. It's it's a replica of a couch and in the middle tissues come out of it. Yeah. You just
1: put it over a tissue box. Who,
0: whose was that? Was that a Vogel? Okay.
1: Yeah. Anything Bills. So like my candy grandma wasn't really a sports person. Got you. Anything you see with the Bills is my grandmother. My grandmother, now especially once her husband passed, was nothing but sports. Gotcha. She loved hockey. She loved football. Oh, so she's a Sabres fan. I don't know who she liked with hockey. Right. I also don't know towards the end if she was really a diehard Bills fan or not.
0: No, kid, she's probably fucking tired of him, to be honest with you.
1: Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she was
0: a, a closet Skins fan. Oh, well, that happens living in Virginia. Uh, but You get a soft spot for him. You feel bad for (laughs) when you feel bad for one team in New York, you probably feel bad for other teams that are shit in the bed every fucking Sunday. But I mean,
1: she loved her sports, man. That's
0: sick. Um, which obviously shows in you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I still wear her shirts from the early nineties. Um, that she, that those are some more things that I got from her. Like we, I have a a shirt from the nineties that says squish the fish and it's a Buffalo, uh, grilling a dolphin. That's fucking sick. Yeah, dude, that's and, sick. Uh, like a old Super Bowl memorabilia mm-hmm. from when they went four times and lost in a row. Uh, I have one of her shirts from the early '90s that says "We're back again. Just deal with it." That's cool. Yeah. That's definitely a '90s shirt. Yeah, and I and I hate myself that I wear the dog piss out of them, but I just I love them so much. Um, but she loved her sports and she loved to gamble. Oh, boy. She I mean, would, it
0: sounds like we're talking about you.
1: She would bet on if the fucking sun was going to rise or not.
0: And nine so nine
1: times out of ten, she'd bet against it. <laughs> she bet the, uh,
0: <laughs> what is it, the under or whatever?
1: The underdog? Yeah. No, she would just bet. She was always trying to bet against something. Mm-hmm. And, like, she loved going to the casino. Right. That was her shit, man. She would always want to go to the casino. Her. She would sit on the phone with her sister. And she kept a little book, and uh, her and her sister Elaine would sit on the phone and scream at each other about how much money they owed each other because they would they would bet on every fucking game every Sunday,
0: <laughs> That's and
1: they they'd never pay each other, and that was I guess a part of their shtick was they would never pay each other, but they'd always bitch at each other for the and they would bet like fifty cents a game.
0: That's so funny, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, so. She loved to gamble. She loved her sports, and and she was just she was a pistol, man. She was rude as fuck.
0: Never I mean, saw that, bro. Never she would saw be one that. of those
1: people where if her meal, like, would go to a restaurant, if her meal wasn't ordered or or made to her perfection, she would just like shame the waitress. <laughs> just a shame on your family. Just an old <laughs> Polish chata baba, fucking northern bred lady and she was just but she loved the men in the family right i mean she looked like uh she just loved the men in the family and uh after my grandfather passed away um that's slowly but surely she started going downhill she didn't really give a shit to take care of herself Right. um i, I think that was a part of the plan in the end mm-hmm. was just uh let's see how fast the clock can run out So that way she can go be with her husband again, um, which, which I really hope that that's the fucking end goal in all of this. But, uh, so, so she, she never went to the doctor. She didn't give a fuck about her health. Mm -hmm. Um, she ate whatever, smoked 10 packs of cigarettes a day. And, uh, obviously all of that ended up being her demise. Um, C O P D, emphysema, Jesus Christ, you name it. The list is a mile long. Right. So uh once it finally came down to it, um, I mean, like I would call her just to check in on her mm-hmm. and she wouldn't even be able to talk. Right. Because her mouth was so dried out. So mm-hmm. she would tell me to like wait a minute and so she could like try and get some water in her mouth just so I'd be able to understand her. Right. So uh she, she ended up getting taken to the hospital. She, uh, she called my aunt, I believe, and uh, my aunt kind of just knew. It was like, you need to get in a fucking ambulance. So right. she went to the hospital. Um, we, we all ended up going, mm-hmm. kind of figured it was it. And uh, the last words I ever said to her, because I didn't want to go in there. Yeah. I didn't want to go in the room. Um, but my mom was like, you should really do that. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, whatever. So I walked in. She was in a lot of pain and uh she was very uncomfortable and i said the last words i ever said to her was uh you want a cigarette because i just didn't know what to say and she was like no and uh i think it was that night no 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 it was a couple days later because the of course doctors are like oh maybe there's hope blah 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 Mm -hmm. but uh, a couple days later we knew it was coming it was it was time so we all went in, and the family stood around. And uh, a friend of my aunt and uncle, th- his wife led us in a, a Catholic prayer because mm-hmm. my family was raised Catholic. Right. Um, so she led us in a Catholic prayer, uh, and, and then she passed away that night. Right. And going back to the men's mental health thing, That was the last time I've cried. No shit. That's the last time I cried. So it's been every bit of five years since I've shed a tear. That's tough, man. I I got very, um, I didn't cry, but got very teared up when I got married.
0: Choked up, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, choked up. But the last time I actually cried was when she passed away.
0: That's tough, man.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, rest in peace to that woman. She was a very good woman, man.
1: And that's so cool that you and I get to sit here and talk about the fact that you've met her. So I don't have a lot of friends that can say that.
0: I don't – and don't take this as me saying I haven't brought you around because I don't trust you. I
1: don't – I understand where you're already fucking going, brother.
0: People don't deserve to meet my grandparents. Nope. My, My grandparents to me are the world. They are people that I demand that they get the utmost respect. And there's just people that haven't met him because they don't deserve to. Yep. And I brought one person around a long time ago. It was a girlfriend and it was a mistake. Uh, And I learned from that. I was really young. I think I was like 17. Uh,
1: I brought Mel around my grandmother one time. She
0: hated her, didn't she?
1: (laughs) So that was back when she, I believe she dyed her hair blue for the first time. Gotcha. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother goes, what "The fuck did you do to your hair?" And Mel's like, "Well, I dyed it." And she goes, "I don't like it." <laughs> oh my god, that's your grandma, bro. But my my grandmother closet loved Mel, right? Like in the closet, ain't loved gonna it. tell you. To her face,
0: fuck you. <laughs> that's so fucking funny, bro. I don't like it. So um, I hopefully I'm not being too personal, but I've always wondered. Uh, your grandma would always meet you, and and I can hear her in my head Do anytime it. I think about it. She goes, "Hey, Joe," and it fucking God, dude, it gets me teary eyed thinking about it. But why? Uh, and I'm, I'm I hope I'm not being too personal on the podcast. Not at all. Why, why want to call get you, Joe?
1: So, uh, good question, man. I appreciate that mm-hmm. because that can. Uh, oh man, I got some shit. So, my middle name is Joseph. Okay, Kyle
0: Joseph Shanahan. Uh, I'm and, a shit friend because I don't even I don't even think I remembered that It sounds like I remembered it but I don't think I Alright hold on what's your middle name Hold on don't say it Well I'm changing it so Lucas it <sighs> Wrong Stewart No who the fuck names Lucas, Lucas Stewart, Stewart. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. sighs> What's your middle name So my middle name's Alan it's named after my father. Where the fuck did that come from? It's my dad's middle name. But um, with my mom's permission, obviously, I uh, wanted to go through her first. I'm changing it to, uh, to Edward, which okay. is my grandfather's middle name. Fucking G move, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was hoping you were going the grandfather route. Yeah, yeah. So my middle name being Joseph, right. my nickname through my family has always been Joe.
0: Gotcha. Uh, and that's, that's whole family. Everyone calls you Joe. Uh,
1: grandparents and mm, parents. Gotcha. Um, uh, I don't know who it started with. I, I don't know. But like they would always go, Joe schmo, what do you know? Oh, man. And then like when I got older, my mom would always call like whenever I get like being a teenager, being pissed off, she would always call me P.O. Joe. And that oh shit would my irk my fucking nerve, dude. I
0: love your fucking nerve. Oh, that shit and would she irk my shit nerve. from her mom. That's
1: oh, yeah. funny as shit. She's got a lot of her mother in her, dude. And, yeah, that shit would irk me. But, yeah, I don't know where it started, how it started, or whatever. But, like, my first screen name when I was a kid was Joe Rocco 9 Damn. Okay. Uh, at AOL.com, brother. That's funny. But the reason why, and this is something I really appreciate Mel for, is going, trying to figure out what well, we were going to name our daughter, blah, blah, blah. And and I was like, yo, I really like the name Madeline. I really wanted to name her Lillian Anne or, Marie. or uh, Lillian Marie. Marie is my mother's middle name, and I've just always liked the name Lillian. And Mel was like, no, I don't really like that. So then I was like, what about Madeline? She was like, okay. And then one day she was like, what if we made Madeline's middle name Joe? Because your grandmother would always call you Joe. Yep. And I was like, "Bitch, stop.
0: Quit it. Start crying. <laughs> Quit it. I'm a crying for the God and everybody." So, uh,
1: so yeah, we named her Madeline Joe. Joe being just J O.
0: That's sick. And that also makes me think of like a like a Bruce Springsteen song. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Like I don't know. It just has that '80s rock vibe to it. Okay. Wish your daughter is like a rocker. She fucking. She's nuts. Oh my god. That's uh, that's I don't know why, bro. I see your grandma, I see her smoking a cigarette and calling you Joe. That is my fondest memories. I love it. I love, and and it's no bullshit. When I when I would hear your grandma go, "Hey Joe," I just my fucking face light it's up. Crazy it's how just one of those, that is. Yeah.
1: But like, uh, last thing about her, um, which I forgot to even mention was just how sharp her memory was. Oh, they are. I wish I would have got her memory, man. Like, when, like, she could tell you, she kept a book, right? Like I said. Um, and not only she, did she place her bets in that book, but she also kept track of everything. Mm-hmm. She could tell me what she bought me for Christmas 15 years ago and how much it cost, right? With
0: tax. That's how my grandfather is.
1: Like I mean, she
0: kept track of
1: all that shit. So right. anytime anybody would be like, "No, it was like that," she would fucking flip that book, brother.
0: Yep, I, I swear to God, that is. A, my grandfather has stacks of those little pocketex spiral bound notebooks. Yeah, bro, he has fucking. And I'll get into this when we start talking about him. He's got fucking notes from the first time he ever went to South Dakota. Holy what shit! He packed, how much it cost?
1: When you guys went hunting
0: or when he went when hunting? He went hunting, bro, back in the fucking sixties. Wow. Yeah. That's so so I, I can understand. Crazy what you're though. That's just how that generation was brought up, man.
1: Greatest gift I ever got from my grandmother, um, which obviously I can talk for days about her and mm-hmm. her husband, just because of how close I was with them. Um, greatest gift I ever got from her was well after my grandfather passed. And she gave me a, a a little Christmas stocking for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the only thing inside of it was two pennies. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she goes, that's my two cents.
0: Oh my fucking
1: God. And I was like, oh my God, that's that the is fucking greatest thing ever. And I still have that with Good. the two pennies Good. in it. And every Christmas,
0: I hang that bitch up. Fucking right, dude. That's sick. Yeah. That's where tradition fucking, that's where tradition, the thing that aggravates me about Like families now And granted some of it's You know my My problems with my families You know know, we just don't get along and, And I'm not gonna fucking stand there And get along with someone For the sake of getting along Preach But I would love to go back to shit like that Because me and Gabby We both come from families that were Mine was broken up Gabby had a family member pass away of a, a, a parent and we it was just the hustle and bustle of the the family never we barely had time to fucking sit down and eat together yeah so uh, what i'm hoping for with me and gabby's relationship not that i'm getting into that and with our marriage is to start this family restart i want to restart
1: the only advice i'm going to give you on that luke is Make it your own, right. Don't try and recreate things because it it only ends up in disappointment and heartbreak, yep, so because you won't
0: recreate it. but I want to keep some of the traditions
1: well, yes, you know but make them put your spin on them because gotcha. it there's no saying that it will feel the same. Which it's not supposed to, right? And also, more importantly, that doesn't mean that those same people are going to be involved again to where it'll make it feel like the way that it used to,
0: right? But the thing. So just you can just make do, it your own. When you do stuff like that, you create the feeling for. Hopefully, one day, if I am blessed to have children, that I will create the same feeling of man. This is what my dad did for me on Christmas Day. Yeah, I want to Hundred- recreate that because it, it's going to be tough. For fuck 100%. <laughs> it's going to be tough for me to fucking recreate that. And because I'm going to miss out and be a little disappointed because I'm going to be like, man, this kind of sucks. This is, yeah, but I'm if it's not your as kid is like,
1: this is fucking awesome.
0: It's that's fucking all that ridiculous. matters. And, I, and I'm sure that's how our grandparents.
1: That's did. why I would, that's why I wanted Christmas breakfast is because yeah. I knew that it was, it was so shitty at the end yep. that I wanted it so that way we could do our own meal. -hmm. Mel invited her family. I invited my family, and it created the new tradition. Right, which is
0: important, man, and and I'm excited to get to that point in my life. But um, I'm gonna um, I'm I'm gonna think it's time. I'm gonna brag on my granddad a little bit. I I think it's time to bring Um, in the pot. But I I do like before we get uh into that. I love and adored your grandmother. Oh yeah, I, I I, I appreciate from the bottom of my heart me getting to meet her.
1: It was important to me. That's very important in our friendship is is that you got to meet her. And
0: I appreciate that, bro. Yeah. Um. So before I get back into him, uh, or before I start with Grandpa, who's you know waited this long because he's my best friend. He's my he's big dog in life.
1: I'm surprised you didn't ask him to be your best
0: man. Um, I want him and my grandmother to enjoy their day. I don't want you're them. a fucking good dude. I don't, I dude, don't want man. them to feel obligated to do anything but get fucked up and say, I want my granddad right beside me Uh, at the wedding. We're going to have, we're not going to lay out all our people because right. it, it would, because we want them to be with their spouses, their significant others, their plus. Well, yeah, ones, that'd be whatever. like
1: 18, 19 people. 32.
0: Or is that what 18 plus eight or eight? Yeah, eight plus eight is 36. 16. Yeah, so it would be, yeah are you no, 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 it's about- 32 if you take all of our brides and groomsmen whatever and their spouse that's 32 because eight and eight 16
1: so are you gonna have all of us up there while you guys get married
0: correct okay. but while i'm while we're you're talking
1: about din- like dinner
0: yeah oh yeah yeah I'm- we're gonna be but i want my fucking grandfather right beside me oh now, that's, that's- right his table great dude his table is gonna be right beside me so grandma and i hear you talking about your grandma so much i did a lot of shit with my grandma too um but she was always there so i don't i don't like i don't have the visiting stories because i because i've stayed with my grandma all the time but i have a shit memory of a lot of from like eight years old i don't remember eight and back i don't remember any of that okay um and a lot of times, you know, was spent with my granddad and we came home and grandma had dinner ready.
1: Yeah, but as a grandson, it would have been natural because that, that's how it right. was with my grandfather.
0: Right. So, um, you know, I, I remember grandma's always been a crafty type. So grandma, what she does now, she's big in a painting. I have my grandmother's art all in my fucking house. Um, she painted me a gnome riding a Harley. Oh, my and it, God. And it's a cutout like hanging thing. And she forgot she had it up on the mantle in there. Cause of my grandparents, my grandfather built their, their house, their cabin house. And there's a stone fireplace in, in their living room that he built. And there's a beautiful hearth. Is that what they're called? Mantle hearth, whatever. Mantle. Mantle. Yeah, um, I don't know the another word. And it's got pictures of everyone and stuff like that. She put that fucking motorcycle thing behind a picture And I came in one day. I was like, "Yo, what's this?" And it said on the back, "It said Merry Christmas, love Grandma." She's like, "Well, I guess you fucking get it now." (laughs) (laughs) So, so I got I got her art and stuff. So me, we did like a lot of fucking. My grandma loves scrapbooking. We made a lot of cool scrapbooks when I was younger. That's awesome. But I get my cooking from Grandma. That I get my love for cooking from Grandma. God, that cooking's good. Um. I I know my grandma, she's always been good at breakfast. Grandma's known in the family for her sausage gravy, which, you know, so this I is where to try difference, it, man. Oh dude, it'll blow your fucking socks off. Now, I can't recreate it. It's one it. of the only southern foods I actually like. Dude, so yeah, and and that's what I'm saying, like so you're you're coming from the northern side of the world and now I'm coming from the southern side. So as you're like Polish progies, fucking sausage <laughs> stuff like that, um my grandma, uh she's known for her fucking in the family she's known for her sausage gravy, her potato salad, which I know sounds stupid, but it's not like any potato salad you've ever had. Same with my grandmother. Exactly. They had their own way of fucking. Did you ever
1: have it. her German potato salad? Oh,
0: I'd imagine. I had it twice. Oh my god. Because remember, I I did I've always done my best to come up around your birthday. Yeah. Um, so She does that. My grandma makes the best fried chicken I've ever fucking had in my life, hands down. But she makes these fucking, like, home-cooked meals. So my family comes from a long line of hunters, uh, specifically bird hunters. So, you know, grouse, quail, anything of that, grandma would always fry that up, gravy, homemade biscuits, mashed potatoes, green beans. Mm. Like, that is—any time my grandma makes some type of bird with biscuits— Gravy, mashed potatoes, and green beans. I mean, fucking count me there. Mm. And that is that is a meal you got that got me
1: moaning on a podcast. Bud. I know,
0: bro. It's gross. Um, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so that is whenever I think of that meal, that fucking clicks me into my grandmother. And that's one meal I have made sure that any type of bird, especially wild turkey, that's my favorite. Is fucking not the liquor, but the the actual bird. Well, my grandma fixed wild turkey and fucking gravy, bro, and I've learned to do it pretty close. I'm I'm pretty good with that on her. Some stuff, I can make it the exact same way. And my grandmother's recipes, bro, can't are, put that love they're in their bullshit. Blood. She fucking gives me a recipe and then calls me later that week and says, have you made it yet? And I'm like, well, yeah, it was, it was all right. She's like, well, I forgot to tell you. Sometimes I add a dash of this, <laughs> and I, and and then I cut classic. this and add a little bit more of classic. This. So it, there's a running joke. It's like we don't want the fucking recipe. Just make us a video because <laughs> she never never follows the fucking recipe. It's just a little guideline. That's how they cook, though. Oh yeah, that and that's how I cook now. Because like I'm 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 in the process of teaching Gabby how to cook meals. Okay. Um, because great lover to death. No disrespect at all. She didn't grow up cooking like I did. right? She cooks one hell of a fucking breakfast, but um, she's starting to learn how to cook meals, and she's she'll watch me because, like, my grandma always had – so you could get the salt, the little tube cylinder salt with the metal yep. funnel, and that's how my grandma used. She had a big thing of pepper, big thing of salt, and she would just measure it by eye, and I've always done that too. She taught me how to do that. That so, shit scares me. Nah, dude, you can't be intimidated by it. You got to have soft hands. So <laughs> – when I first did that around Gabby, she was like, Whoa, 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 you're gonna pour it all out. I'm like, chill. shut, shut. And fucking, dude. So um, yeah, but my my fondest thing I get from grandma is cooking. And um and and, and not to put that in the typical like woman in the kitchen shit, but that's just where my a grandma, grandmother,
1: bro. She felt at home. She's you the Don't oldest. disrespect a grandmother in the kitchen, she son. Had,
0: so before I tell you this, she was the oldest of 13. My grandma is the oldest. My grandmother is the smartest, the healthiest, the most well-rounded. I would, I would put my grandmother up against any of her brothers and sisters as a better person. And, and it's just true. Like I, she has a couple sisters that I'm like, Oh, Hey, love you. And the rest of them, like y'all need to get the fuck up away from me now. (laughs) And my, and my cousin Scotty, he feels the same fucking way, bro. It's funny as shit. But, um, my grandma had a magnet in her on her fridge for the longest time. It fell off and broke. It was uh it was it had a big round magnet and on the front of it was like a wooden, wooden like two cupboard type things, and it said, No bitching in my kitchen. And and dude, if I, I wish I had that. I might even get tattooed. You have, have you ever
1: seen the note on my fridge? Uh uh-uh. uh. I have a note on my fridge that my grandmother wrote and mm-hmm. put on her fridge. I don't know how old it is. Right. I don't know when she wrote it, anything. But I made sure to that's the shit I wanted. Yeah, yeah. and it it's it's a little thing. The dollar will never get as low as people will stoop for it.
0: Damn. Yeah. That's sick.
1: Oh, it just Grandma, made me think of that, man.
0: Grandma's grandma's had a way of telling you how they felt about shit by putting it on their fridge. <laughs> <laughs> right or wrong.
1: Yeah, that's right. No, yeah. that's right.
0: <laughs> so um So, uh, grandma, she's always, and, and another thing again, before I go into grandpa, grandma has always, so my grandparents are, are no long hair, no piercings, no tattoos. Feel that. They fucking hate it all. But grandma has always been the most accepting. Um, just recently. So I have my grandparents home tattooed on my hand. Like, you know, um, it's a great tattoo. Oh, they loved it. My grandma teared up when I got it. My grandpa liked it too, but he Hell won't, yeah. he won't tell me. Right. But I just recently got, um, two flowers on my thumbs. One is a calla lily, which is my mom's favorite. And then the other one is a tiger lily, which is my grandma's favorite. Hell yeah. I guess it's tiger lily, whatever the fuck that is. Regular lily. Nonetheless, okay. favorite color. And that's you know, that's, I think that's why it's her favorite flowers. Cause it's her name. They're right. planted it all in her fucking garden. So I got that and showed her, she was the first person I showed and she just, she, she said Lucas, but she looked at me and her eyes were fucking just watered up. That's awesome. And I'm sitting in there fucking, I mean, we're having family dinner. I just brought barbecue over for everyone. My uncle's over there in the family and I'm just sitting here like, like a fucking full baby back bitch crying in her living room. Cause she was like happy with it. Right. So big shout outs to grandma. Huge fan. Um, it's
1: a good feeling to make people like that proud of
0: you. Oh yeah, dude. And I am a class A fuck up, bro. Uh, I <laughs> will tell you straight up. I have done everything the absolute hardest fucking way you can do it because I don't want to fucking listen to anyone. But I'll tell well, you yeah, I mean, straight you gotta, up.
1: You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pave your own road, bud.
0: But they, they tried Only the way help to help me. Learn pave is it.
1: to fuck up on your own.
0: They gave me the fucking tools to pave it, and I grabbed a fucking hammer and went at it. Is what happened. Okay, but she has been with me every fucking step, every fucking phone call I've ever gave to her. With problems, she has a solution for me, and if she doesn't, she invites me over and we sit down and have dinner and figure it out. Oh, that's awesome. So now to get into uh, my 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 fucking best friend growing up, my my dad essentially. Uh, dad sucked. Never fucking. That's for another story, but my grandfather really stepped in. My grandfather's been my hunting buddy, my, my guy that rides around with me, takes me places. He taught me how to drive. He has just been my all-time fucking I didn't dad. know he
1: taught you how to drive. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Bro, he,
0: he took me out on the farm we worked on and just let me fucking drive. He had an old 94 Cherokee square body. Just drove around, man. So, um Grandpa he grew up in a town called Little Washington. It's outside of Rappahannock, Virginia, and his family came from what is now the Skyline Drive okay we, we are from the national park uh the government took it from us. fuck you all um but we it's in a region called Sperryville um okay, and grew up dirt poor bro. I mean, fucking dirt floors, had to go outside to piss, like, it's like uh, up, old in the, up in the fucking mountains, dog. Wow. So, uh, and, you know, he grew up fucking rough and tough and just as a mean motherfucker. He, uh, he was on, he was my grandpa, he taught me how to shoot. And he grew up, uh, when he was in high school, when you could take your gun his school they had a shooting team and like uh, you could just carry your gun yeah they took it on the bus wow so grandpa was on the shooting teams they were just little 22 calibers yeah but still that's crazy it's insane but that's just how life was back in God, i wish
1: i was alive for those days oh yeah
0: so uh him and he had two two really good friends one name was eddie the other name was buck which um eddie's still alive him, okay. him and grandpa go shooting almost every sunday together and uh, buck just passed away uh last month okay but both good men both honorable uh, men my grandfather and buck served together um but yeah once my grandfather got uh of age he went into the air force uh, no he did 4 years regular army and then the rest was air force um when he was in the regular army he And he retired from the military? Yeah, he retired from the Air Force, and then um, he, uh, by trade, is a carpenter. My grandfather's a master carpenter. Wow. And uh, he then worked a job for the CIA in D.C. Uh, He was a framer for documents. So he would hand make frames for important documents that needed to go to the White House congress shit like that wow dude Yeah, so he was in it was a union i can't remember the actual union but he was in a union for that and it was a carpenter's union um, holy shit yeah. that's big stuff oh yeah grandpa grandpa has so well i have beautiful frames in my house um that grandpa's made me he just recently made me like uh plaques to put turkey feathers in and I've got two of them made them out of cedar. They're just gorgeous, man. I have. He made me. Uh, he made me my first plaque to put my first deer on. He just. He is awesome with woodwork, man. But uh, you know, he spent time over in. Uh, and this is what me and him got into yesterday. Uh, he spent time over in Japan, and uh, my grandfather is a very meat, potatoes, tea type of person. Uh, in his older years now, he's, he's in his upper eighties. Um, actually I think he's only 83. Yeah. Yeah. He's 83. Um, he's, ex- mind
1: you, you're talking about an 83 year old that still goes to fucking, was it South or North Dakota with South you to Dakota. hunt yep. that does all this other shit. Like, like we do.
0: Yeah. He is. He is very Strong that's a very active man. Oh yeah. And that's the military in him. Um, some stuff he does military. I'm like, man, you need to fucking chill.
1: Yeah. Naturally, the, but
0: it has. I think it has gifted him this lifelong journey that he has. Um, but here in his older years, he's been getting in. And he loves, fucking loves tacos. <laughs> Grandpa loves tacos. You got to bring him
1: down to soup and taco then.
0: Well, he doesn't like tacos unless grandma makes them. So they're not Solid, like man. they're not like authentic. But the man hates eating out anymore. But when you have my grandmother there to cook for you for – they've been married for 60 years. Oh, my God. 62, maybe, I think it is. They got married when grandpa was 18, grandma was 17. It's like my grandparents. Yeah. Um, But so he's venturing out. Grandma makes some Chinese-type food now, and he loves it. Yeah. So we were talking about uh, when he was in Japan, he uh, he, uh, he said, I walked in. The restaurant, I took my shoes off and sat on the floor. And I was like, how old are you? He said, I was 18 at the time. I said, makes sense because I can't ever fucking imagine a single time where you've taken your fucking shoes off <laughs> and sat on someone's goddamn floor to eat dinner. <laughs> he started fucking rolling, man. And he just, he laughed. He said, well, I didn't have anywhere else to fucking sit, man. I, I had, to, had to do it.
1: Well, that's culture over there, isn't it? Right. Okay.
0: Which, but I'm just, you know, that's just not my grandpa. That man, fucking blue jeans, tucked in shirt, boots, camo hat every fucking day. That's, That's what my, my grandpa has the same fucking flannels that I've seen him in since I was fucking born. Like he is just, he takes care of his shit, but, uh, he's talking about eating food there and, uh, and he was like, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And, um, then he talks about Germany and how he, uh. You know, would just do his thing there. Love the food there. He hated being over there, but he loved the fucking food over there because, you know, that's his culture.
1: Right. So he's German?
0: Yeah. Okay. He's, he's from the German side of the world, um, which I guess that's where our family immigrated from, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So um, it, it's crazy how food is such a big part of my family and why I'm so goddamn fat. <laughs> um. But so, like my grandfather's told me stories about uh, – stories in food and hunting are a staple in my mind when I think of my grandparents. It is the three most important things to me, which I know sounds kind of unrealistic and weird. But Not that's true. But just, that's just that's how I feel about things. Um, but, you know, I get told stories about him helping my gran- or. What would be my great-grandmother that I never met that apparently my uncle and my father have told me and my grandfather. They don't say this around grandma, but they said she was 10 times a better cook than grandma.
1: Oh, shit. Those are fighting words, bro.
0: Bro, I can't even fucking fathom the food. Uh, Her name was Fanny. Fanny May. Oh, my
1: God. Um,
0: And You can't get more Southern than that. No, sir.
1: Maybe a Bertha. uh, (laughs)
0: <laughs> Bertha mate uh, So they said that she could outcook anybody And <clears throat> They said that she would You know every Sunday This lady has a full spread But it wasn't just on Sundays You go to her house There's a full spread of meal on the on the table Dessert and everything Oh my god um, And they said the food It'll just never be recreated And you know they talk about Um <clears throat> Sorry, um, they talk about how strict it was back then with my uh great grandpa Jack and, right, and it was Jack Nicholson was his name, my father's or grandfather's father
1: oh, that's awesome,
0: um
1: yeah, discipline back then was a motherfucker.
0: They weren't even allowed to bring a deck of cards into the house wow yes, sir and and I come from a fucking my grandfather, my uncles, and from what I've heard of my great-grandfather, loved poker. Five-card Five, five card draw. Okay. And I'm talking, so, so in the hollers of where I'm from in the mountain, man, you had chicken fighting, f- fist fighting, booze drinking, and gambling with cards. Card playing was a big thing back then. That don't make a man out of anybody. Oh my God, dude. My grandfather is one of the toughest human beings. I saw him at 80 years old draw his fist back at someone one time. Really? Yeah, now what would have happened? I mean, we probably all know, but my grandfather's ready to beat someone's ass one day, and he is 80 years old at the time he was 80 years old. I can't wait to shake that man's hand. He's a good man. He's got a softer handshake than he used to, but um, so I'm trying to think of like his upbringing. He told me stories about like peeling potatoes with his mother and, you know, butchering hogs with his dad. And my favorite is when they would get together and make apple butter because in my part of Virginia, apple butter. You never had apple butter? No. I got a jar at the house. I'll bring you. I, like I
1: said, I, I have no, I've never yeah.
0: had like Southern food. And I, and I forget that. And you're in the South, but you're in the shitty part of the South that's like Fredericksburg City. Richmond. So if you yeah, can even just,
1: call this the South. It
0: technically is, but by the standards and the society here, it's it to me it's not. No. And I'm north of you. It's like a shitty middle. Yes. And I and I'm north of you. So I can't even be considered the South. But at the same time, I'm from the rural area of Virginia. So if we could just go from me, skip all of this shit and go to North Carolina and go to the boys down in like southern, southern Virginia, that's the South. Okay. So I wouldn't expect you to see a lot of now. Don't get me wrong. There's a few people in Spotsylvania County, down in Partlow and stuff like that. That, but they're they're not from hollers, man. That's fucking trash, though. Yeah. There's a difference between being from the country and being from a holler.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's a holler then?
0: So essentially, um, it is like a smaller version of a valley. So you have your you have your mountains. And then you have where people live. Gotcha. And that's what it's called a holler, to my knowledge. That's what I've there's probably a technical term, but when cause like there's there's been Nicholson Holler, which is where I'm from. My, which is the Skyline Drive. Yeah, this is all up on the Skyline Drive. There's Nicholson. There's Jenkins Holler, which is where my grandmother comes from. And there is So you guys like are Front Royal. We're parts of it. We're, 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 there's a book that someone published that has a lot of my family's history. If you go to a certain part called big meadows on the skyline drive, there is a, like a gift shop slash history thing. And you can see my family's name all throughout that timeline. They have a timeline that wraps around like a, like a whole building, like imagine a line. Right. And then it has like dates and stuff up above and below of like events. You see my family's name in it. We have receipts and stuff where the government paid us to leave. Yeah,
1: that's fucking insane.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the culture my grandfather was raised. Wow. In. Um, and it goes on to where I even one of my best friends that lives in Front Royal, um, my buddy Brandon, who's actually we found out we're cousins because which that happens a lot because you're, um, down his line gets married into my Nicholson side. It's one of those cities where you really gotta be careful who your girlfriend is. Bingo. <laughs> it, it's it's because we're so fucking close to West Virginia. <laughs> I mean I'm 15, 15 20 minutes from the West Virginia line. But we we keep it straight in in Virginia. You know, once you get over into West Virginia they just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> um so that's the culture of my grandfather and and that's in boozing uh me and my cousin That's
1: heavy as fuck, dude. Yeah.
0: That's 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 the that's why I take pride in my last name. We've made a lot of fuck-ups and I have a lot of I come from murderers and fucking moonshiners is what my family comes from. And I've
1: always told you you meeting you like you're the strongest person I know.
0: I'm not, but to you I mean I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm a bitch. I'm so a So like I, bitch I, in I my can't
1: imagine age holding a candle to your fucking bloodline, dude. It's Especially on, now that you're saying all this stuff. And I didn't even know this stuff.
0: Right, which I, I'd like to show you. Because um, showing you where it's all is, it's just way better than telling you. Right. Um, and I'd, I'd rather do it in the fall. I think that would be Oh cool. yeah, it's beautiful yeah. up there. But yeah. we get all these fucking people from northern Virginia. We call them leafers. Oh That man. come up there and they it's just probably what they say about
1: us, like Yankees coming around Goddamn these
0: Goddamn Yankees, bud. Uh... <laughs> But uh so yeah, me and my cousin Brandon, <clears throat> we both recently last year we went and got Moonshine Stills tattooed on us. That's okay. a family business around it. Because, you know, that that was our family's that's what we did. And that's how we made money. Oh, that's heavy as fuck. Um, one of my favorite stories grandpa's old always told me is uh he had an uncle. So that would be my great grandfather Jack's brother. Okay. Um they, you know, made moonshine, and uh, he made a damn good living off of it for that time. And there was a man that uh, I don't know his name, don't know his family, none of that. That couldn't make moonshine like my great uncle. So he went and told revenuers about it, or cops, essentially. They and, were called
1: revenuers.
0: Yeah, that's what Grandpa always says. I don't a revenue or I don't know. I, I'd have to look up the history to really understand it. But to me they were fucking cops that were trying to bust moonshine. City slickles. Pretty much. <laughs> Cause this is this is during prohibition. Okay. Um, I think. Could be wrong. Don't know. Don't fact check me. Don't give a fuck. Um so they came and seized my great uncle's shit. And uh they had a kettle. Like uh, grandpa calls it. Grandpa calls it a hogshead bowl, and it's a it's a it's like four foot long, maybe a foot too deep. This is where they broke the mash up before they put it into the moonshine still. Okay. Um, and he it was his grandmother or it was his mother's or something. Some some grandmother, mother, some or uh, mother in laws, something of that nature. Okay. Begged him. He said, hey, this belongs to this person. Don't tear it up. You caught me. Just take this back to them and let me go. It took an axe to that motherfucker. Eight years later, my great uncle gets out of jail. That day, finds that fucking cop, shoots him dead in his fucking garden. What? Yes, sir. They had a few fucking words, and and, uh, Grandpa says he just fucking pulled a pistol out and blew him away. So Holy that's, shit That's that's where my grandfather comes from Is that type of living um, So you're like a southern mob No, 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 no. We, Trust me, when you get down in The counties of like Page and Luray That's where you get into the fucking There's still hollers there today Those are the people that lived On the park Came right below the property line and made home. And that is a fucking rough place, bro.
1: I'd imagine. We
0: were on the tip of the iceberg, but they are the fucking that's iceberg. That's still
1: pretty man. fucking gangster.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's some it's some real deal shit, man. And I mean, that's, to me, it's like, it's normal. And to everyone around, it's normal. I mean, there's still people making moonshine today. Okay. Down in them hollers. But to you, it's like. Down in them hollers. It's To you, it's like, it's the most insane shit. Because ain't no fucking moonshine. That still is up fucking in Buffalo. wild, dude. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely cool that that's. I talked to my I'm like blown
1: the fuck away right now. Yeah.
0: It anytime I get a chance to talk to my grandfather about that, uh, he has the best stories with it. Oh my god. Um, but he, you know, he fucking, you know, grew up poor, like I said, got a small little shack on a place called Depot Avenue for my. Dad, uncle, and my grandmother fucking made it off pennies, saved every dime he had, fucking went hunting when he could. My grandfather is one hell of a bird hunter. He hunted grouse and quail. And anytime he wasn't trying to make money or fix something, he was out hunting. And that's that's where I get a lot of my passion for it from. And they moved over to a place called 12th Street, which is two streets behind that Melting Pots pizza place. Okay. Mid. And uh, huh? not mid, not mid, not mid. Um, and, you know, he was still military doing his thing. They did spend a little time in Fort Bragg. I know I'm ch- going back and forth with the fucking timeline here, but um, that's where he met in Fort Bragg. He met st- our friends and family in North Carolina. I call them family, but th- they are. Okay. Us, and that's why we go down there a lot. Uh, but that is, so. Didn't you just go to Myrtle with them? Was it Myrtle? Mm-mm, no, I haven't. I haven't been anywhere with them lately. They've been at home.
1: I thought you just went to North Carolina. We
0: were supposed to go to North Carolina gotcha. in August, but I fucked my foot up.
1: Gotcha. Okay, now I remember.
0: Um, but so we go down. So there is a man named Fleet. And uh, uh, yeah, Fleet, uh, George Fleet, something like that. Um, He was in the military with my grandfather And that guy's wife and my grandma Were really good friends And her name is Joyce, Miss Joyce And Grandpa would go down To him and his friends uh, Place to hunt, deer hunt Because there wasn't hardly any deer around Back in those days And uh, Fleet died And we started Making sure that Grandpa started making sure that we went down once a year. It was like a memorial hunt.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: And so when I turned 8, I went down there for the first time. Okay. And uh didn't I I just sat with Grandpa. Didn't hold the gun, just went hunting with Grandpa. Well, there is a stand there called the Texas stand. Very tall stand. Fit two people up in it. Grandpa's scared to fucking death I'm gonna fall out this thing. So he's I'm climbing up it. He's right behind me. And we get up in there and it is for some reason we w- we would go in October, but it's not like it is now. It's cold as fuck. Okay. Sometimes it would fucking snow in October down there. Right. And so I'm in a sleeping bag, asleep. Fucking dog tired. Grandpa's hunting. It's getting the evening. And he shoots, and it fucking wakes me up, boy. <laughs> I bet you I jumped four foot up off that ground. <laughs> and uh, Grandpa shot a decent-sized eight-pointer that evening. And that was the first deer I, that he killed around me. And so, you know, there's a picture of me and him holding it. He's got it mounted up on the wall. And that was the first deer me and him ever. That was our first successful hunting trip together. Now, i had been squirrel hunting a little bit, but deer hunting is big leagues, you know? right. So uh that's one thing I want when the time comes is that deer. But so uh the following year we go. So
1: I, he still has that
0: deer? Yeah, got the deer, got two different pictures of it. I got a picture of it. Um yeah, he still got it. Man. And that stand's still there too. I've killed a pile of fucking deer out of that stand. Um so nine, nine I'm 9 years old and mind you I'm getting out of school for this shit. I love it. I'm fucking here for it. And we go to the Texas stand and a a little doe comes out and I shoot. I fucking miss. She was like a hundred yards away. I miss busted my fucking forehead with the scope. Grandpa's all disgusted. I mean, he's more upset about it than I am because you know, it's, it's a big step right, to take your grandson hunting in my world. So the following morning, it's colder than fuck, bud. I mean, it is just cold as shit. And me and grandpa are sitting in the stand at a, right below where we were the other, the following evening or the pre-evening, whatever. And I'm asleep. I slept a lot on this fucking trip. And I just feel he, I'll never forget. My grandpa does this thing with two fingers. Taps you to get awake. And it's the most gentle thing to wake you up. And he whispers. He's like, Hey, there's a deer out here. You should shoot it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm barely peeking my eye open and there's a little spike about 30 yards in front of us. He said, shoot it, wait for it to turn and shoot it in the shoulder. Well, my grandpa is notorious for shooting deer in the neck, which is really good. I mean, he is an excellent shot. Like, Is that where you're board. supposed to aim? If you can hit it, that's, that'll drop a deer right now. And, okay. and, uh, I've always seen Grandpa shoot him in the neck, so I didn't wait. I fucking busted that thing right in the neck, dropped it. And I mean, it was like I won the Nobel Peace Prize to my Grandpa. He about jumped oh, out of that man, fucking that's stand. Awesome. And uh I mean, I bet you we took 40 fucking pictures of that deer of me and him holding it. And I and my grandfather, that was back when he really was drinking. I mean, I bet you he drank a case of Budweiser just got fucking tore up in celebration. <laughs> And uh I recently i grandma has the pictures, but I recently found the picture in my hu- in my house of me and him holding that deer. Oh man and uh it's a little spike, which you you don't mount spikes, you know you might cut their horns off and hang them, but he got the deer like mounted for me and, on a beautiful plaque that he made, like I was telling you, and uh, it was it was something that Grandpa. Instilled in me And that's when my debt started You know I fucking have been in debt To hunting for fucking (laughs) Since I was nine years old It is his fault I'm fucking poor (laughs) So uh, You know He he instilled that into me And me and grandpa Have been going on hunting trips I'm 30 years old I turned 31 in January Since I was nine I have been going on hunting trips With my grandpa and that is uh that's important to me and my grandpa has taught me everything on the way uh he's taught me the respect for guns and cleaning them and doing them how they should be and um he's taught me the respect of the woods how to do stands everything which we'll get into in another episode but yes um it's just a it, it's such a big part of me and his relationship i have i spent Years with Grandpa. So when my parents divorced, and I I would come back to Grandpa's every weekend to go hunting. Okay. And fucking Saturday morning to Saturday evening, me and him were in that fucking blind together. Fucking just, I mean, all the times. Which I'll tell all these stories later. Um, because I really do want to save it for a good hunting podcast, yeah, or episode. I don't want to turn it into a hunting podcast, but. I have, I want to, I want to have a, an episode where I just tell good hunting stories that have happened to me. Hell yeah. So, but I've, I, uh, I've had times where my grandfather, I've missed animals and I have my grandpa do that thing with his two fingers and tap me and tell me to calm down and, in order to get a good shot off and calm me down. And I mean, that, that's something that is in my brain for the rest of my life is hearing my grandpa telling me to calm down. And get a good shot off, and and he has just he has made me a better person and a better hunter all around. Which is weird because uh, my grandpa was a mean motherfucker growing up, and I get we we call it a, we call it the uh, the senior trait because uh, my uncle is a junior and my cousin is a third. Okay, to my grandfather. But we uh, they always whenever we act out or get the case, they ask about something, they'll say, oh, okay, senior. (laughs) And and that's so we all have my grandfather. He really settled down when the grandkids came around. But usually how it goes up until then, he was fucking military and came from that fighting world. There was a story. There's a place called the Naughty Pine in Front Royal. It is a breakfast place breakfast lunch but they're known for their breakfast. Um and in the back part is a bar. And that's a good place to go get fucking stabbed. And Grandpa used to love that place. Oh my god. And there's a story my uncle I keep clacking my lips together and I can hear it.
1: It's all right. I'm going to kill myself after okay, this. Okay, that's what I figured.
0: <laughs> right after this is published, <laughs> I'm out. Um so my grandfather would take my uncle at like 9, 10 years old, to these bars. Really? Let him fucking play pool and little video games while he just got there and got fucking tore up because they were like three-minute drive from the house. My uncle just driving back to the house.
1: I was about to ask, is it one of those things where your grandfather would be like, no, nah, you got to drive?
0: Yep, absolutely. And uh, so grandpa, uncle, my uncle told me a story one time. My grandpa got fucking tore up, man, pissed off at someone. And he got barred from the naughty pond because he yanked that motherfucker up and put him in the jukebox, a glass jukebox, like the old timey ones, put him in it, shattered the fucking jukebox. And my grandpa has these, he's got two fucking big ass scars on his fucking hand from it. He beat the dog shit out of this dude.
1: Were you told like why, like what pissed him off?
0: It's, uh, I, I might've been, but it's hard to tell, but it is, uh. It, it because I wasn't. wonder if
1: it was something just like so tiny. Probably wasn't much.
0: <laughs> you, you've known me long enough. Uh, yeah. The wind could blow ag- across my neck the wrong way, and I'm usually aggravated <laughs> about it. So it probably wasn't It probably wasn't hardly anything. But Grandpa was fucking liquored up and angry about it. Uh, but they told me my grandfather would fucking fight anyone at the drop of a hat. Which, you know, doesn't make you a fucking big dick in the locker room, but that's the culture my grandfather was in. Right. Uh but I'm I don't know that man. I don't know that man at all. I know now granted Which is crazy that you carry so much of that trait though. It's in our blood, my cousin's the same way, my uncle's the same way, my father's the same way. All four of us, even dude, crazy enough, my cousin, my sister has really broke the chain. She is a and I she gets that from my mother. She is a calm, educated person. My sister is right. She will fucking embarrass you with words. Me, my uncle, cousin, all of us, we're ready to fight. Yeah. You guys say Tuberware. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Yankee motherfucker. So, um, but we all have that trait, man. I see my grandfather in all of us when we start to get mad. And now just the other day, my grandfather told me you got to calm down a little bit. I was like, Motherfucker, you're one to goddamn talk. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go back into some other stories, but one that fucking gets me, man, is I uh I have I shoot Benelli shotguns. They're my right. favorite. They're they're expensive, but you know they're my favorite shotgun. Okay, new new shotguns that I hunt with, and uh, I got one stolen from me last year. Or, I remember that. Remember. Which was heartbreaking. I've never had anything stolen from me. I had a Zune stolen from me out of my book bag.
2: Fucking Zune.
0: Loved him. Mom, first first big present mom ever got me. It was, it was fucking devastating. But I am not telling my, I told grandma, like I told you, my grandma is my confidence. I tell her everything. Right. I am not telling my fucking grandfather that I got a shotgun stolen out of my truck. Because I am going to get a six hour-long lecture as to why it shouldn't have been stolen out of my truck <laughs> so i am fucking i am devastated so i went i sold some guns and went and bought a new one so me and grandpa are and my cousin and my uncle we're getting ready to go to south dakota in in about a month so there's a thing in a shotgun called a plug yeah the oh you know yeah. obviously Uh, But for other listeners that don't know, plugging a shotgun when it's in only allows you to load two shells in the magazine, one in the chamber. Depending on your gun, you take the plug out, you can load two to three more in the magazine. So in South Dakota, you're allowed to hunt pheasants without a magazine or without a plug in your magazine. Right. I'd never taken it out of the Benelli because it's illegal while you're hunting ducks. So I just never fucked with it. So me and grandpa went shooting one Sunday and which is kind of our thing. We go skeet shooting to kind of, you know, get ready for the season and we clean our guns and we're out on his, uh, in this little patio area he has at his house. And he was like, well, let's see if we can take that plug out. Well, this plug is met with a fucking two and a half foot spring that's down in that, as you know, right. And it's got a, It's got like a a snap ring on it. Right. I get that snap ring off a little bit. Ping. Goes through the fucking yard. So my grandpa doesn't know that I just recently got one stolen. Right. That just happened. I can't find the part two. I found the spring, but not the retaining cap. Okay. I am losing my fucking mind, bro. Every word that is in the dictionary under cuss word is being said. (laughs) And my grandpa... Just as calm as could be, he said, "Yeah, go ahead and lose your fucking mind." I said, "Calm down a little bit." And I'm thinking to myself, the times that me and him, and I, well, I wasn't calm, mind you. We got it all fixed. Life went on, but I was mad at time. There has been times my grandpa has busted his knuckle working on stuff, and I mean, it was like someone just shit in his hand and made him clap. <laughs> I mean, he is losing his fucking. I mean, he just. Like my grandpa always says, God damn motherfucker <laughs> under like low in his voice that is his go to and it is just so funny to see these things in my grandpa and in his older age get me to hey, you need to calm down a little right bit. so that that is his thing um but you know it's he's he's taught me a lot he's taken me to family reunions too um And met people that I don't remember their names, but um, he is another person that has instilled the family thing to me and really always taught me that family needs to be first, always. And he has really taught me that loyalty because, you know, there's times he was loyal to his father and his mother in their old age to death. That he was the person that was always there for them. And if someone ever said anything cross about his father, because his father was a, he was a tough man too. If anybody said anything cross about his father, it was on sight for him. And that, that's instilled me to be where I am today. Right. Um, But you know, grandpa's, you know, me and him, we've sat and talked about food for hours before good meals and me and him have gone and eaten good southern food everywhere in these lower states and uh and he's traveled to a lot of places too you know with the military him and grandma have been recently in the past couple of years snowbirding covid excluded they've been snowbirding to Destin Florida and uh grandpa always gets grandma to send me pictures of their dinner And, uh, it's always really good seafood and, uh, they went to Mardi Gras. Really? Oh yeah. Grandma sent me a picture. She had fucking, I bet she had 40 beads on her neck. Oh my God. And, uh, obviously (laughs) not for the (laughs) the main reason you're supposed to get them, but you know, my grandparents at this age are, are out enjoying Mardi Gras.
1: That's so awesome. It's good. And,
0: And I'm glad that they built the life that they're able to enjoy things, you know, um, and I'm glad that I've been a part of it. I can't wait to see you pass that shit on to your kids. I I hope I can teach them half of what my grandfather taught me. You you will, brother. But my grandfather is a tradesman. He's very—he built his home by himself. Wow. He got the concrete poured, and he framed it. He, he would go to work in the city at the CIA— Get off work, he would get home in a commuter van with people, get into Front Royal, drive to Star Tannery, which is about a 25 minute drive, and work on his house till dark and uh, he built it from the ground up and it still looks like it did the day he built it.
1: That's fucking incredible
0: It's just something that he keeps up and and uh, I don't know half the shit my grandfather knows I never will.
1: Yeah, but you know the important stuff.
0: I do. I I, under, I know the
1: morals. You know the shit that he would want to stick with you.
0: He would wish I could fucking do a little better work sometimes. <laughs> um I'm sure he he really would like me to um uh, learn a trade like he did and he wanted me to go to the military, which I didn't. You know, I like like me and you both we got into music and did our own thing. Right. But I keep clacking my lips. I am so sorry. <laughs> I keep catching myself doing it.
1: It's good. I'm not gonna say shit about it anymore. Before you call your fucking grandfather to come
0: at. Me. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> he. I'm excited for you to meet him. But it, where's the it, fucking it's... jukebox at? <laughs> come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go find the closest God damn one, it, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Um, but it, it's it's like I was saying about not seeing that man the way he used to be. He is so gentle and kind to Gabby. It'll just blow your mind. He is. He gets on me about cussing in front of her and my grandmother.
1: That's a gentleman.
0: He he looked at me one day. He asked me something about my foot, and it pissed me off because not not that he pissed me off, but the situation pissed me right. off. So I had to rethink it, and I was cussing. And he when someone else started a different conversation, he leaned over. He said, "You need to watch your language." And again, I'm like motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I get this from you, but I, you know, yes, sir, you got it. And uh, I mean, he is just—he has helped me with everything. I had never, he had never let me go without. When my parents got divorced, he called my mom, and he said, "I understand, you know, why you're doing what you're doing." And it, it was him and my grandma were on the phone. He said, "Don't you take our grandchildren kids away from us." And I remember multiple times grandpa coming down and helping mom with stuff, fix stuff, uh, help us move. Uh, There was times where I know that he helped my mom out financially. And that takes a big man. Big man. To do something, to be aware of what your son has done in order to cause a divorce and then help the mother of your grandchildren to the extent he did. My grandfather is a real Southern gentleman, and me and him don't see eye to eye on everything. Naturally, especially politics. You know, no one ever is gonna see eye to eye on that. That's why we not today. That's why me mean you don't bring that shit up. Nope. On podcast,
1: it's the only rule we have.
0: Well, we got a whole list of rules. That's what our fucking podcast is based off of. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Oh, I mean, it's, it's the name it's of our podcast.
0: podcast goes. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's just something me and him I don't bring up around him. But we we talk about everything and that you know is our interest. And there's times my grandfather, he loves reading books now. He's okay. a big fan of books ever probably for the past ten years. And that man tells me the stories from those books like he's reading it from the page and it's it's insane and that's what made me think of him when you were talking about your grandmother having a sharp mind. Yeah. My grandfather like he was telling me the stories from when he was deployed like he had just got back home from doing it. And uh I hope I have half the mind that he has. You know, when I get to his age. I don't even know if I'll make it to his age. He is Grandparents have vivid memories. Yeah. It's it's insane. But uh so that, that's my grandpa, man. I could sit and talk and tell little I stories. I feel like
1: we should have just had a whole episode on him, man. I could sit here and listen to this shit all day.
0: Which I'm, anytime you want to bring anything up and you want to hear about it, I got tons of stories, man. And I could sit and I could, one day I do want to just record me and him talking.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But so one thing I wanted to bring up, Before we get into your grandfather, who I am excited to hear about because I know nothing about, I know you got a tattoo for him. Right. Which is a poker chip, correct? Correct. Uh,
1: I have a poker chip for my grandmother and my grandfather. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's where our families kind of match on the poker. Yeah. You know, both games. Poker
1: was a big thing in their
0: household. Right. And, And I still, we're still not allowed to play. We, you know, the card game Rummy? Yeah we're allowed to play that at the grandma's table, but anything else, nothing, no, no, no cards are to be played at grandma's kitchen table. Um, but one thing I wanted to bring up is, um, which is going to be a little difficult, but I want to get your perspective of it is how are things going? My grandparents are still here and I'm dreading the day that they're not. Right. It's always on my mind, but I try to enjoy it while I'm here. I'm, I'm trying to get to as the, You should. I'm in, I'm in the age where I'm, not so much scared of it. I just don't want it to happen, but I'm right. trying to enjoy the time, but it's in the back of my mind. So how how are is your thoughts on it? Um like cuz like you know my grandfather and my grandmother are my world. I talk about them anytime me and you talk, they're brought up. Right. And you're like, "Yo, what are you doing? I just left my grandparents' house." Yeah. So, I mean w- uh, yeah, how are things going with it? Like, how do you, how do you cope with that?
1: Well, I mean, I guess a good way to put it is just um, it ain't today, so worry about it tomorrow, right? Uh I mean, you didn't say one negative thing about either one of them, nope. so that's the stuff that you you hold on to. Um, it, it's not easy. Uh, I think the worst part about it, more so than losing people like that is seeing the true colors of family members when the glue goes right that's the hard part because you want to mourn and you want to remember instead of getting shit shoved in your face about things like money and possession of things um which takes me back to That's why I wanted the certain things that I wanted. Mm -hmm. So um, the biggest thing I have from my grandfather is actually their dining room table. Really? Where's that at? My dining room. The table you sit at in my dining room. No kidding. They've had that table. Well, they had that table since before I was born. That table is every bit of 40 to 50 years old.
0: And it still looks that good. Christine. That's wild.
1: the only where this is the most beautiful thing. The only where and tear on that table is the end chair where my grandfather sat. The stain from his hands being on the
0: armrest has worn, bro. I've sat at the end of that table, and I don't feel like I should ever sit in that chair again. You were
1: on the opposite side. I, I was, always, okay. yeah, I always sit on my grandfather's chair.
0: Okay, good. I would, I don't feel fucking good enough to sit in that chair I don't feel good enough to sit in that chair but what
1: I do feel good about is the fact that I'm the one that has it now
0: yeah because it's
1: somewhere where it
0: 100% I said absolutely and 100% it's like
1: 100% (laughs) so it's somewhere where it's appreciated for what it the memories that it holds rather than the dollar sign that could be put on it if I ever needed it right so, um, I, I mean, I would sell my house before I would ever, if I needed a hundred bucks before I ever sell that table, no doubt. But I mean, that table just holds a lot of memories, man. I mean, the the amount of poker games that have been held on that table through all hours of the night Yep. and then pots would get up to hundreds of dollars and the stories that I've been told about those games. And the cool thing about it is that when I, got into my teenage years. Cause my grandfather passed away right before my 18th birthday. Mm. So, um, into my early teenage years. And then like later teenage years, I was able to play poker with them, which that's, was a huge awesome. deal to me. That was like, kind of like your, your rite of passage in that family.
0: You're old enough yeah. to get to the table with the big dogs. Yeah.
1: Now the, they lived here at the time, so the games weren't the way that they were when I used to see them play in New York.
2: Understandable, understand
1: Because um, I have very uh, cloudy memories of it mm-hmm. and the way that it looked. But it was just, I mean, it was like you were at a fucking, um, so my grandfather always used to take me to the OTB, which is um, off-track betting. Which, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you go and you go into, it's like fucking Wall Street, like the Wolf of Wall Street movie. And that's what it's like in this in this little building where there's just fucking TVs everywhere and just old men screaming at each other. <laughs> and that's like the cloudy memories I have of those card games. And
0: this is New York? This is, is Buffalo. Yeah, Actually. this is
1: Buffalo. Seneca and Buffalo. And he would take me to the OTB and I'd go with him and I would just be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Because it's just these old men just screaming and smoking. I'm sure it was
0: hectic as fuck. Like I said, it looked looked like like, an episode of something off the peaky blinders or something. Yeah, without
1: with the earlier, but with the chaos of that uh, wolf on Wall Street shit.
0: That's wild, man.
1: Yeah. So, um, my memories with my grandfather are totally opposite than yours. Okay. So, like, my relationship with like your relationship with your grandfather, you could sit here and tell stories for hours. Mm -hmm. My relationship with my grandfather could be summed up into like, maybe three topics, but right. that's just because my relationship with him was always rinse and repeat. So like, uh, when I was in my senior year of high school, uh, I, like I talked last episode, I went in late, uh, and then I was out by like nine thirty, ten 30, 10 AM. Right. Uh, and that's when I worked at Domino's, but I didn't have to be there till like, I don't know, 12, 1 o'clock. Um, So what I would do is I would get out of school and I'd go chill with my grandfather every day. That's tight. Yeah. And uh we would just watch MASH. We wouldn't talk to each other. We wouldn't say shit. We would just watch MASH while my grandfathers or my grandmother's in the kitchen bitching on the phone with somebody. Right. So, that I mean, that was kind of like our relationship it was very rinse and repeat. So like when I was a kid, it was uh he would always take me to the OTB. <clears throat> or I would go to the nursing home with him to, uh, so he could see his mother. I believe, yeah, it was his mother because I remember he always, he would always say in German "Ich du meine Mutter" or "Mutter" or some "Ich du my Mutter" some shit like that because she had, um, I think she had dementia, right? So like we would go in there and she wouldn't even know who the fuck he is. That's tough. Yeah, but he was always so like so positive about it. Right. It was weird. Like I have this memory of, of us walking down the hallway of the nursing home and I couldn't have been, I couldn't have been over five years old. Right. And cause that was when I would still go to Buffalo all the time and we would walk down the hallway and there was like a fucking IV bag on one of those metal rolly things. Yeah. And he would just be strutting. So like my grandfather would always walk hands backwards. Okay. Cause he was, he was a tall guy, shoulders slouched. And his hands were always backwards Mm -hmm. and they, they would always just hang. And, but he was like strutting that day (laughs) and he was just being funny. He was strutting and he walked by the IV bag and he just squeezed it. He was just like, (laughs) (laughs) so like,
0: how are you? Yeah.
1: So like, uh, And then like he would always take me out to like Pizza Hut or he would take me and uh, my cousin Ashley because her and I were very close when we were kids. He would always take us to like the play places when they had those and like McDonald's and Burger King and shit. Right. So then we moved up here and uh, obviously visits got more distanced and things like that. And then they moved up here. But the biggest thing that I took from my grandfather was golf. Right. That is... By far the biggest thing that I got from him.
0: So was he a golfer most of his life? He was
1: the president of the um, South Park Golf Course in Buffalo for over 10 years.
0: Wow. So that was his thing.
1: Yeah. Like we'd roll up to the golf course and just start playing golf. There was no going in and and doing all that. The dude would just roll up and play fucking golf. Wow. Um, I don't remember... Because I have – my mother has, like, VHS tapes and shit. Well, we don't have them anymore. Something happened. But um, there was old VHS tape where my parents, like – he took me to, like, the little driving range area, but my parents were, like, across the street, and they were filming me. Uh. And I had, like, my little plastic clubs. Yeah, And that's – I don't remember it, but that's, like, the only – memory that could be there and the only reason i have it is because i saw it on video gotcha. uh, so i don't remember like him teaching me golf i don't remember learning it or anything like that but golf has been a part of my life i don't i more than it hasn't right um because i i moved from new york when i was like three or four mm-hmm. so i was already fucking around with golf before then right so uh and then, I, like I said, I would go spend my summers, and my grandfather had a custom set of golf clubs made for me. No kidding. He like, had a— Like, legit? Not, like, expensive, but they were uh, they were cut for me, gotcha. gripped for me, bag, everything. Wow. So uh, the coolest thing that I can say about that is that they're hanging right there.
0: So that, I was going to ask you, obviously people can't see, but there's a, a, a very— old school bag old school looks like just a cylinder with a little pocket and a strap and there's one two three four there's four clubs yep and that is what your grandfather gave you he gave those to me
1: and uh i'll never i'll never forget the only real memory i have with him on a golf course was uh he would take me to south park with him and we would go play like nine or 18 um Obviously, halfway through it, I'm like, bro, I'm ready to go the fuck home. Like I'm four yeah. years old. Can you got ravioli, pimp? Well, no. I guess about then I'd be like seven or eight. Yeah. But uh, on that golf course, I was not allowed a golf caddy, and he had one. Mm-hmm. So I was told I had to carry my clubs for all 18 holes. Right. And that was a son of a bitch. And yeah. He was like, you, you need to earn that golf caddy. You're going to carry your clubs. He's right. He was. But that shit has stuck with me forever. I love golf. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. You, Nick, uh, all of the other friends that have came with us all picked up golfing from me. Mm -hmm. And I love golf. I think of my grandfather every time I go. That's why I have his bag. Um, I always carry that shit with me.
0: Right, which is sick. I, I didn't know that this was his bag. Mm-hmm. Um, It's it's important. That's one thing I am worried and hopeful for, that when that day comes that I am able to get plenty of things that remind me of him.
1: Yeah, that's... I already have
0: one of his guns that he sold to my uncle, but my uncle automatically sold it right to me.
1: Cause I, cause, and I've seen that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and no one's going to get it. I'll sell every fucking thing I own.
1: That's how I feel about these things, because those are the things that are important to me. Which right. is another reason why th- that's what hurts more than anything is when family members start acting out of character. Yep. Is because you're like, yo, like that golf bag has so many memories to me, and you're worried about a fucking dollar. Exactly. Like,
0: and it, and it's weird to tie someone to an an object.
1: You know. Right. But. But it's cold-blooded as fuck to time to a dollar.
0: Absolutely. 100%. And I, I don't – grandma's always said I'll get some type of inheritance. And, bud, I fucking go to work and make money every fucking week. Yeah,
1: I mean, cool. I Appreciate it. I yeah, think
0: Because but... I know my grandfather worked hard as fuck. Right. From the fucking moment he was born, that motherfucker was working. And like I said, he grew up dirt poor, and he, he fucking earned everything that he got in life. And has so far.
1: That's how my grandfather was. He was a bricklayer in the union up in New York.
0: I was wondering, uh, I was going to ask you, I saw the little license plate thing you have hanging up. Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot I have that too. Well, that's why I was when I was talking about my grandfather being in the union, I I didn't know if your grandfather was union. Yep, retired union bricklayer. Which I'm sure he is fucking pro-union. Yes. My grandfather fucking same way, bro.
1: I couldn't be 100% sure, 100, but if I had to guess- that's why his hands were always backwards
0: makes sense my grandfather has a
1: lot of um, cuz my uncle is the same way he's a bricklayer yeah he's a retired bricklayer and now he does it as his own business but um grandpa same had way- some
0: he had some knots in his hands that Probably only from fucking fighting uh maybe yeah you got a <laughs> good point but swinging from swinging a hammer too uh and he's got he's got two fucked up nails on his left hand and he's right-handed
1: Gotcha, yeah,
0: hammer, but uh, that makes sense. It's just you know it's it's crazy to think that my grandfather and your grandfather grew up on two totally different ends of the spectrum, but the
1: cool thing about it is that, and that's what um i guess I guess this would be. Uh, I don't want to say it, but I guess this is kind of why I don't like the way that the world is nowadays,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is because even though our grandparents grew up on different sides of everything, the fucking morals and the values are the exact same. Yep. That shit don't exist today.
0: And and it's crazy to see in me and you. Yeah. Shit that just like in the way we pronounce stuff. Yep. In the way we do things, in the way we cook, and the way but we But the eat.
1: second one of us calls on a random note, what's wrong?
0: What do you need? Yep. It goes back down to the family thing that that was instilled in them. Yeah. Which they got from their family, which when they were coming to America, man, that's all they had was family. And you gotta take care of your family. Right. So
1: But um, I took a lot of uh the golf was the most important, because like I said, a lot of my relationship with him was very rinse and repeat. There's a lot of Janis Joplin, a lot of golf, a lot right. of fucking golf, right. and, and going to his house every day and just watching match with him.
0: Grand, Grandpa was a Western man. Gotcha. On my side. We okay. watch Westerns. But, uh, I mean, that's the thing. Every man, you think of anybody you know, man, woman, whatever, they have a thing that they're into. Yep. And... Your granddad's was golf. Mine was hunting.
1: My granddad's was granddad. I don't even like saying that. My I, pops thing. Was, I call I call mine grandpa. Yeah, I call mine pops. Gotcha. Which I call my dad pops
0: too. That's just your thing. And, and that's, that's north, south, yep. man. It's just what it is.
1: Um. So his thing in Buffalo was the OTB and golf. Gotcha. Uh, but when he came here, it was uh, just all that shit on TV. Because that was before like the Pendleton Golf Club existed, or the golf course um, gotcha. that I've taken you to, right. that was, and that was right across the street from his house, um, but that was before a lot of that shit. Hmm. so a lot of rinse and repeat, but every, all of it still meant the same. Um, spending time with him right, and, and just being with him, um, he so he he was diagnosed with hemochromatosis.
0: So I have no idea what that is.
1: A lot of people don't because it's very unheard of. Right. And that's the reason why he passed away is because it was like brand fucking new gotcha. to the medical world. Um, so basically, you're, uh, depending on which genes you carry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's certain type of like genes. Um, and, and I believe the double C or double Y gene is where it gets dangerous. Um, your body produces... Uh, a plethora of iron. Okay. Which, if it's untreated, which the only way to treat it is blood draws. or well, they just pull blood out of you? Just pull the blood. No kidding. So, uh, because it was so brand new, obviously it had gone on his whole life. Nobody no knew what the idea. fuck it was until it was too late. Right. So, when your body um, creates that much iron, uh, it basically just shuts everything down. It's just total organ failure. Gotcha. Um, So the weird thing about it was that once he was diagnosed with it, it's hereditary. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's in the bloodline is going to carry it. Right. So my family on my mother's side got tested Mm -hmm. um, just to see what genes everybody had. So then they tested me and I had a gene that didn't exist in the Vogel bloodline. Nobody could figure out where the fuck it came from. Right. So then they tested my father. Turns out he carries. So this this new disease, nobody knew what the fuck it was or or anything about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Kills or or kills my grandfather and everybody's getting tested and now all of a sudden my father's side carries it. No shit crazy shit and i'm the unlucky motherfucker that got blessed with both different sides of it yeah which i've always been because i have to get tested for it like every five years gotcha uh we'll have to get like certain levels of shit checked um Um, but they uh thankfully so far they um it's the least of my
0: worries i'd say ms is a little bit of a bigger deal yeah no doubt but i mean we are Thankfully, with all the new shit in the world, we are thankfully a little more advanced with the science of medicine and treatment. Correct. So that's nice. And I'm sure um, my buddy Nate that you'll you'll meet eventually, his grandfather died of uh, dehydration. He was an old farmer. He was a good man. And uh, he was a little too hard-headed.
1: Did he just drink tea?
0: I don't know what I don't know what happened, but Nate told me he was hard headed and didn't go to the hospital, and that's why he passed away.
1: That's another. That's one of those things you wouldn't want to carry on about those types of generations. No, nope. that'll ah, be all
0: right. Yeah, that, that's one thing, and 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 uh, I truly, and I can say that I can say this about multiple people. My buddy Nate, his uh, his grandfather would be so fucking proud of who he is and what he's accomplished and how. Well, he takes care of his mother. Yeah, I can't wait to meet Nate. Oh, he's a fucking awesome dude, man. I can't say enough good things about him. But to get more to me and you, I think your grandfather would be so proud of doing right by him by spending so much time with your grandmother once he passed.
1: And, and honestly, I could have been a lot better. Right. Um, but I feel as that's a, only natural to
0: say. It is, but at the same time, as a teenager. Yeah. I mean, as a fucking teenager that I know you to be yeah, you did pretty fucking Bizkit, good bud. fucking stupid I can't wait to find that sticker I fucking hate that band so much
1: I'm so gonna much wear stuff. a fucking Limp biscuit suit to your wedding
0: and I'm gonna fucking leave
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man he I mean he was just good fucking people and he was the glue that held that whole family together like right. Christmas morning he was making fun of Kuka and that's not even a real fucking word it's oh, just. I thought it was a,
0: bro. Straight up, I thought you were talking about food. Is it food? Yeah, it's, it's crepes.
1: Is that what you call? But it? he called it kooka, well,
0: Hey, fuck it. That's funny. And then and, and just grandparents always have words for shit that don't even make sense. And it just tasted you, so good. I guarantee it. I guarantee it, man. But
1: yeah, so the, the hemo thing happened. Um, obviously, his body was in total shutdown from it, um, and, and then. He basically, they, you know, hospiced them in his house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we were always over there. Especially my mom and dad. Right. Um, anything they needed, it was given. Yep. Or, or it was provided. Right. Not financially. The um, m- Lord knows my grandfather didn't have any troubles financially. Uh, he was he was a smart guy when it came to money.
0: That's how mine is too.
1: He made sure that my grandmother was fucking golden. Good. The day he moved on.
0: And that's another thing with like the relationships you have with people now. I love Gabby to death. Fucking think the world of her. But there's just something different about my grandfather and my grandmother.
1: Yeah. You know that that type of love just doesn't exist
0: anymore. And and Gabby's grandfather just recently died uh last year. Yeah, I remember I messaged her when that happened. And uh her grandmother really, really just took it to heart. <laughs> Like you would expect, but a little bit more.
1: And I would imagine those Southern women uh, do a little bit of a better job at showing it. Yeah. And dealing yeah. with it on the surface as oh, to yeah. where my grandmother. So let me take you to the night it happened. Right. So uh, me and my buddy, Matt. I've, I've, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Matt Mead. Mm-hmm. Um, we were driving around in his Honda Civic going to my grandparents' house. Uh, everybody was there because we figured it was going to happen. Right. So everybody was outside. Uh, my, my father was the one basically handling the hard parts. Right. So that way all of us could do what we needed to do. Uh, so everybody was outside and my father was inside. Mm-hmm. And I, I needed a cigarette bad. So I was 17 years old. So uh, kind of timeline it. My grandfather was in a wheelchair and I graduated from high school. 2009, mm-hmm. June of 2009, my grandfather passed away right before my 18th birthday, which, uh, July 5th of 2009 was my 18th birthday. Right. And I'll never forget. He came to my graduation. He made sure he was there, even though it took everything in him to do it. Yep. And, uh, so I graduated and we all meet out in the parking lot and my grandfather's like, all right, well, what's next? What do we got coming up? It's, uh, my 18th birthday. Okay, well, let's do it. And unfortunately, didn't make it. But so uh, we're all sitting outside. And I'm like, dude, I need a cigarette so bad because of what's going on. And I'm like, oh, Matt, we should like uh, just run up the road real quick and grab like a drink or something. And my aunt looked at my mom and was like, just give him a fucking cigarette. Yeah. And that was the first time my mom, which my dad's going to hear this and he does not know this. Hmm. uh, She gave me a cigarette. Yeah. And and I smoked a cigarette with my mom on the night that my grandfather passed away. And uh, I had to go do something. I don't remember what it was, but I had to get Matt to take me somewhere real quick. I think it was like a 10-minute trip. And of course, he passed while I was gone. So I get back, and uh, I'm like, everything good? And my aunt goes, he went in peace. And I looked at my mom, and I said, what the fuck did she just say? Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, no, 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 no. Cause my aunt kind of just took that from her to be able to tell me that. Yeah. So uh, my dad comes outside, and he he comes up and he walks me then to the driveway, and he's like, uh, "He he passed." Yeah. And I hugged my dad. I cried my fucking eyes out, um, and, and
0: then having my dad hold me, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, I'm good." Which which for listeners, you are not going to meet. A stronger father than Kyle's dad. No. And I mean that wholeheartedly. that's no bullshit. Not fucking, you know, saying it in front of Kyle because it's Kyle. It's, that is no bullshit. You are not going to find a better representation of a, of a, of a, of a a birth father, if that makes sense. Like of a man that birthed a child or, you know, rose a child, whatever. I can't find my words, but. You have to understand the severity of who Kyle's father is to understand why it, it was made things better.
1: Yeah. And, uh, like, I've only seen my dad cry one time. Right. And that was his, when his mother passed away. hmm Because my dad is the type of person—my uh, dad, I, I, hand guy, guy is probably just going to be the guy that dies from a heart attack from all this fucking stress and emotion that he has taken from everybody else. Right. To put on it himself
0: he he takes it on the chin and carries it, man, yeah,
1: with a straight, goddamn yep. face and clear mind, I yep. don't know how he I have a lot of it in me, mm-hmm. um which unfortunately is not a great
0: thing, but it's also has its good traits
1: it does um because you can uh clear mindedly be there for somebody when they need it. Right. Full attention.
0: Well, I know for a fact I could go to your dad with anything at any time, and I'd be welcome to home. 100%. Whether it's fucking 3 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: And my dad stresses to me all the time, uh, you know, there's there's people in this family that have done very fucked up things. Mm-hmm. Um, when my grandfather died, and then even worse, when my grandmother It di- went all to hell, brother. Right. And <sighs> he always tells me— um, If one of those people calls him in the middle of the night and he knows it's genuine, he'll get in a car and drive to Buffalo for whatever they need. And
0: that's just the person your old man is.
1: And and it's as beautiful as it is ugly. Yep. So, uh, because he was the one that I cried to, Mm -hmm. so to give you kind of a different perspective on it, because he was the one I cried to, I was all right within two minutes. Right. When my grandmother passed away. Uh, he, I don't need, he, he, I would imagine he was consoling my mother.
0: Understandably.
1: Or, or after the prayer, cause yeah. I wasn't there when she passed away. I was told to go do something. Right. So, uh, I went out in the hallway and I cried for like 30 minutes oh, shit. because the, the last time I had cried was probably when my grandfather passed away. Right. Um, so that's, I mean, that's like a decade. And, uh, it just, it all came out, dude. And because he wasn't the one holding me or, or consoling me, it just kept going, kept fucking going. And, uh, so he was like, you know, uh, before the undertaker comes, uh, you know, if you want to go say anything, you can. So to give you a perspective as to where Southern women with their emotion may be a little different than Northern women. So I go in the house and uh my voice cracked. Mm-hmm. And I Hiles. sit yeah, I sit next to him, um, which when he was alive, uh, you know, wrinkles from old age, gotcha. all of that. Yeah. But when he passed, he was like beautiful. All right, the right. wrinkles were gone. You could see like all the stress was gone, mm-hmm. and he was just, oh, I was gorgeous, man. And like because I saw him like that, I didn't have to be sad. Right, because it it like I I don't know if it if like he was still there or what. It just it just felt like home. Yeah, yeah. So I just sat next to him, and uh, I started talking to him. And my grandmother walks in the house because I was the only one in there,
2: mm.
1: and she just picks up the phone and starts a conversation on the phone, like the shit didn't happen, huh? Yeah, just starts talking in the dining room while her husband is passed away in the living room
0: oh my god bro
1: like it was nothing like the shit happened 30 years ago Ooh. so that's
0: fucking wild bro
1: but the problem with that is is that everything that i discussed earlier um, uh, You know, she stopped giving a shit about herself. Which, again, mm-hmm. I still think it was more so like uh, let's kind of speed this up so I can get back to pissing him off on a daily basis. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: That's <laughs> so, insane, bro. I, oh my god, bro. That, yeah, that just not not saying that that was wrong, but I'm just here to tell you, I can't imagine that. I yeah. literally cannot fathom that situation. Happening. I
1: kind of looked up and I was like, like dumbfounded a little bit.
0: Oh, bro! I can. If that happened, someone would fucking now they would lightly lose their mind because they're not going to tell my grandma what the fuck to do, right? But someone would have fucking lost their shit.
1: Yes, I mean she just came in, got on the phone, and just started having a conversation.
0: Hey, but she was she was just that type of woman, man.
1: Exactly. Um, so. That was that was my grandfather in a nutshell. But to end it uh, on his uh, topic, the the memories still get carried on. So like Christmas was his favorite right. because he had, you know, he got to be with the kids, the mm-hmm. grandkids, and we had a when things were the way they were, it was a big family. Gotcha. Um so uh when he passed, like so he whenever we did the the family dinner. Mm -hmm. Where we would do the exchanging of the gifts and all of that. He played Santa. Yep. So he would put on this Santa hat that had like old bows and shit, like ribbon that was taped to it. Mm -hmm. And he would go to the Christmas tree say to Kyle from X and all of the grandkids were the elves. So we would take the <laughs> gifts and run it to the people that they were for because okay. we all couldn't fit in the living room. Right, right, so right. people are spread out throughout the fucking house. Yeah. So the way we did it, though, was when the grandkids were still young enough to believe in Santa, which, sorry, kids, uh, we, would, we would all get in the car after dinner, and we would go through the neighborhood to look at all the Christmas lights. Right. And mm-hmm. while we were gone, Santa came again. Which is where all the gifts came from. And then all the kids would help him hand the shit out. It's like, I'll never forget this. And he he looked at me and he was like, don't you fucking open your mouth. I came up, we all came up the stairs. And he had two spoons in a glass jar. And he was like hitting them on the glass jar. And it it was made to sound like sleigh bells. Like Santa was there and he was taken off before the kids got back so they couldn't see him. So we walk in, and my cousins are freaking the fuck out, like, oh, my God, Santa came. And I walk by him, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he, <laughs> he didn't say anything, but he looked at me like, don't you fucking open your mouth. Right. And I'll never forget that. But uh, So after he passed, somebody had to carry the tradition. Yeah. So uh, my mother uh, allows me every Christmas now to put that hat on and and carry <sighs> that out. It's heavy, bro. To where I'm the one that announces the gifts, and then my mom, uh, most of the time, but she's all over the fucking place now that there's more kids, mm-hmm. uh, we will we'll take the gift and, and go run them. But the thing I'm excited for, man, is that pretty soon Madeline's going to be able to be that elf. Right. So I'll get to do all that, and she'll get to run the gifts everywhere, and like we'll get to like take her out, and then, oh, Santa came while we were gone, and blah, 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 so. That's the shit that you hold on to, right That's the shit that you carry with you is something to make them still in the room, even though they're not physically there. Makes you sense. focus on shit like that. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that it goes away. This episode was really hard for me to it's been hard to even sit here, yeah, um, but I'm happy to do it because now. I've thought about things that I haven't thought about in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's to kind of push them away so I don't have to think about them or if it's just all the, I mean, life.
0: Life gets busy. So I really. It's not that the thoughts go away. Right. It's that they just get put on the back burner for a little while. Right.
1: And uh, so when you you initially hit me about this episode, I was like, man, I haven't been there in a while Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I want to go back. But doing it, I'm very appreciative that you had the idea, and that we just sat here for better three of, hours, yeah, close to three hours and and got to sit
0: here and just shoot the shit about our grandparents. I'm very thankful that you met my grandmother. Yep. Uh, I can't wait for you to meet mine, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to plan that, especially maybe in October since I'm off already, you know, might as well come up whenever you want, man. I mean, we're getting
1: into September now, so I wanna go hunting. I want to meet your grandparents more than anything.
0: Um, but just like I said, it ain't today. You're right. So and don't so fucking so worry so about I'm it. I'm just trying to, trying to be around as much as I can, man. That's, that's one of the, also the big reasons that I moved back to front Royal is to, I, my, my grandparents front door is 15 minutes from my house.
1: And I feel bad that people like Nick and I couldn't understand that at first.
0: I didn't, I didn't make it be known. I was going through my own shit and, uh, I was bad enough to where I didn't even hardly talk to you guys. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, I just had some shit to fucking clear up, and uh, I had to go back home. And life's good, man. And now you got fucking you got a place to go to when you're having problems, and I got a place to go to when I'm having problems and need to get away. Yep. So
1: it's all good shit, though. Hell
0: yeah, man. I uh, love talking about my grandparents, man, and 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 I think it's important to tell their stories. And tell how their stories mean, or what they mean to you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Uh, I'm really happy we did this, man. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, uh, thanks. Thanks for having me over, man. Uh, congratulations for the being in my wedding and shit. I don't know if congratulations. You're just really
1: it. trying to hit me in the motherfucking fields today, dude. Dude, it was,
0: it was cool. I figured it would be awesome. Again, Way to top when, the uh, topic of the fucking episode today. When uh, When our buddy Nick sees this... Rule of the day, don't cry and be a bitch-ass city slickle. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when Nick sees this, he'll understand that I, I definitely wanted to do it over lunch today, but both of you have it now, um, and we'll be planning a wedding here for next year that uh, hopefully we can make some good memories at. So, dude, I'm starving. I want this fucking sandwich that you've been talking about. The Hague. The Hague. Yeah, it's the gabo Gabagool. The gabagool the ah, so let's let's go of. let's go fucking eat, dog. I'm down. All right, man. Later. Later.